0: Hey, what's up guys? Welcome to the first official episode of The Witness This Podcast. This is your host, Marlon Johnson, and the whole purpose of this podcast is to sit down with some of your favorite athletes and really dig into their mindset, understand their history, how they think, and where they're going with what they're doing. So, We're starting off this first episode with some heavy hitters. We have Giles and Keelan from Modus Projects. We were able to sit down together at Woodward and go over a lot. We touched on raising brands and teams. We go heavy into building a business, leadership, and near the end, we also begin to touch on some mental health. So sit down, plug your headphones in, give it a listen, the only thing I ask is if at the end of this podcast, you feel that you received any sort of value, I want you to please share this. Share this podcast with somebody else. Help us grow. Help spread the message. We're not asking for any money at all. But screenshot it. Post it to your Instagram story. Tag myself at witness this underscore Brand tag the Modus Projects, tag Keelan, tag Giles, and just share the message, share the love. At the end of the day, we're doing this for you guys, so as many people as we can get to listen is going to help us achieve our goal and hit our mission that much earlier. Without further ado, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. I should also mention that this one was a little different than how the rest are going to be, in this one they were interviewing me for the modus podcast, so go give the modus podcast a listen and i interviewed them so this is almost like a two for one so i figured why not start us off with a bang anyhow let's get it
1: he's click record Ooh, we did it! all right mm-hmm. we're, on. we're on we're on ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the Motus podcast Hey, <laughs> I, was, I just thought <laughs> i was just waiting. I'm just. I leave silence. some room for you there. We are uh, sweating in a. Uh, we're not in the studio. Where are we? We're in a. We're oh.
0: in Tracy's cabin.
1: Tracy's cabin at uh, Camp Camp Woodward. Woodward. Yeah, Camp Woodward, which in the is sweltering hot heat. If you have no idea where Tracy's cabin is, it's where the mega ramp used to be. But I didn't. know I've been here three years in a row. I didn't know where the mega ramp Did used to be. Most people have no clue. It's where hidden. We didn't have a mega ramp. Yeah. Yeah. It looks yeah. pretty scary. It's it, like out of a movie. We are it, like post apocalypse Oh yeah! Ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah! If you if you stepped like ten foot to our left, you would fall off the top of a mega ramp yeah. and down a big hill. It's weird that it's attached to this cabin as well. Yeah. Mad. Um, but yeah, that, that mysterious voice you can hear is Marlon Johnson. Yes, sir. Yeah. You are, you know, that's <laughs> that me, man. Sudden brain freak that of like, is, oh, no, what's
0: this? That. That's how I felt at dinner when I had to introduce you. Oh, like, oh yeah. Oh, that was awful. You did well with that to <laughs> be fair. Thank you, man. I was like,
1: oh, crap. So, I'm not ready for this. Just for some some clarification, Marlon, is you are Parkour director? Correct. Parkour yeah.
0: director here at camp. I've been here for, this is my fourth year now. This summer is the first summer I'm doing all 12 weeks. Well, really 13. Been here since week zero. And it's an experience, man. Like, um, a lot of lessons learned, a lot of mistakes made, a lot of things <laughs> I'm never doing again. And, yeah, a no, great experience overall. Grateful for the position. Grateful to be able to be at Woodward, grow the parkour program, parkour community. Most of you guys know this place is, like, the American Olrup, It's yep. like Mecca for us. This is where we come to. Ulrup to times disperse. 20. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this place is, <laughs> this is insane. So for me to be in the position I'm in is just amazing. And I'm grateful for it, even on the days I hate my job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How did you actually become a director? What, what did you do in the previous years like here?
0: Oh, man, that's a great question. So I actually got this position. My whole time at woodward has been pretty interesting the first year i came which was four years back i came as a visiting coach because my gymnastics team my gymnastics job we had a parkour program Mm -hmm. we came up here with about 113 kids um you know not all parkour a lot of them were gymnasts about 20 or 30 of which were parkour athletes however when you come to woodward with a team that big you start to get the VIP treatment. So Mm. we had a golf cart. We stayed at the lodge. I got to just do what you guys are doing, play around all week. I was having an amazing time, so much so that I got to interact with everyone because I didn't have any responsibility here. That's cool. That let me make connections with all the right people. I made friends with everybody. And the next year, I applied for a job and came back, and I worked as a coach for a week, I came as a visiting coach again the next year and worked as a coach for one week. So I stayed for two weeks. And then my third year, I came and I did an entire month. That was last year. So, that was when I first met you guys. Yeah, that was weeks 9 cool. through 12. And while I was here for that month, I really got to see a lot about what was going on here. I saw that there was a lot of great things, but I also noticed there was a lot of opportunity not being touched on. A lot yeah. of things that it was just great things were happening but they were happening unintentionally and I wanted to really drive in with some attention and I say that because my first year like I said I was here as a visiting coach talking to everybody talking to a lot of the kids I found that when I would start talking to them it would be a one-on-one conversation and before I knew it a little circle would start to form around me and now there's you know 10 15 20 kids sitting in just listening to what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. we're having a dialogue and I'm not thinking anything of, of it all the time. Later, the next year when I came back and I'm seeing kids and they're like, Hey, dude, like, yo, thank you for that advice. I've been using it all year and yeah, yeah. it's been like really working out. And oh my God, like that thing you told me to do, I've been doing it. And I'm just in my mind, like, what did I tell you? <laughs>
2: like,
0: <I'm genuinely>, like, <laughs> I don't remember, man. Yeah, right. Like I can barely remember like what happened this morning. Yeah. So I like I'm asking them like, yeah, what, what did I tell you to do again? And it's thankfully all good stuff. And I was like, oh, thank God, man. Like, okay, yeah, that sounds like me. They're telling me the advice I said. And I was like, wow, like you took that and you ran with it for an entire year. Mm. I was not expecting you to like take that information and hold on to it and actually work with it for so much and so long that I realized, wow, we are in an interesting place. This is the only place where these kids are coming. You have them for five days straight day and night they're training with them you're eating with them you're kicking it with them when you guys are doing nothing their airs are perked up for the entire week they want to listen they want to learn and we have an opportunity to really teach them how to be people in those moments Mm. and we've been doing it unintentionally so I figured like I want to get really intentional about this I really want to capitalize on this opportunity and really take notice of where we are because their school teachers don't get this sort of attention from them. Mom and dad don't really get this sort of attention from them. Even some of their religious leaders, like, you know, like no one's getting this sort of attention from them and then having them this unfiltered for that long of a period of time. So like summer camp is, oh my God, Woodward is just like a place where we could do that with them. So I reached out in the off season this past winter And I let them know, like, hey, any way, shape, or form, I can help. I want to help. The gym director, Brittany, she reached out to me before I kind of sent that email asking for help. I sent her a long list of she wanted to know about parkour events going on that Woodward should have a presence at. And I sent her, like, the most detailed packet (laughs) of gyms, events, everything going on, brands she needs to reach out to. Just everything I could possibly unload trying to give value to woodward and to the parkour community yeah and with that i was just like showing them i'm really i do care about this like i genuinely am invested in parkour among other things and i want to see it grow and i consider woodward to be a huge place that can affect many communities at large because the kids Definitely. come here yeah uh, we're like a central hub at like A train station, we're Penn Station or JFK, where you come here and then you transfer and go out into the world. So if we could instill ideas here, those ideas travel back into other communities and we affect change that much quickly. More quick, quicker, quicker, quicker. Yeah, Yeah. faster. We do it fast. (laughs) Efficiency here, point A to point B. So um, yeah, I got the position just by reaching out, letting them know how interested I was working for camp in the off season since January uh, working as a lead and working as one of their, um, we're working with the marketing team, and promoting for camp, that's how I started. So is this your,
1: is this essentially your full-time job now, as of January? I would not fully say so, but yes, in a sense. Yeah. It okay. is like
0: I worked part-time for camp, and then I was still working, funny enough, like part-time in an animal hospital back home. Oh really, And that's I also cool. started up my own thing where I was renting space from a CrossFit gym, and doing strength and conditioning programs Sick. for like young parkour athletes. Cause was tired of seeing the 15-year-olds with arthritis who have the skills and the tricks, but they just don't condition the body. Yeah, yeah they don't yeah. see it as a need. They're like, oh, I can do it. Like, but that's a whole another conversation. Man. Yeah. I can talk about
1: that. There is forever. so many people who have good knowledge about the human body here. Like, so I know, oh, yeah. He- yeah. Henry's really good. Oh, uh, Henry's amazing. brother as well, Mason. Yep. I've been. I had like a big talk with him about my ankles, and I've been basically just doing everything he's been telling me to and it's like working pretty well but everyone seems to like treat themselves properly which is good um, but, but I yeah. think like we were saying earlier and I think we said before on the podcast like when you are training and you're in like a movement environment other people are movement-minded and like it's i mean nate's the product like oh, I always yeah, bring exactly. up Nate. you're yeah, a second yeah. gym you'll you'll look over and they will be stretching right like, there'll it be makes, so, there's always someone looking after themselves yeah, and you're exactly. like oh i should do that yeah yeah and so. if there's that many people doing it it just kind of yeah, yeah. So that's interesting I, i'm
0: sure you guys will um, have talked about this in past on past episodes so i believe i heard it here as well mm-hmm. where a lot of the athletes you know with their instagram clips you're only seeing the highlights You're not seeing what's going on in the other twenty three hours of the day. Yeah. And that's where, you know, the kids, their brains, or even adults, your brains are filling in the rest of the picture with what you believe is happening. Mm -hmm. And if every video is bigger, bigger and bigger, I'm assuming dang, this dude's just sending, sending, sending when even when he's not recording. And, you know, I'm here at camp, I'm in a blessed position where I get to hang out with the pros, meet you guys. We had Nate here earlier this summer. We talked about you know, what the rest of the routine looks like. What does it look like when the cameras aren't rolling? Mm. And that's where we find out, oh, he's he's stretching. He's taking care of his body. He's thinking about eating healthy. He's reaching out to physios and to personal trainers and getting programs created. And he's contemplating, how do I make it to the age of 40 as a mover and a yeah. practitioner? Yeah, yeah, Not yeah. Saying
1: similar things last time. Mm-hmm. Rather Man, than burning right. out, yeah. yeah. Right. It's so cool. Yeah. You know, like so
0: longevity is... It's big for me. Um, Here, one of my main goals at camp as a director, one of the, basically the mission for me is, among a few things, like the main, main mission is teach the kids how to be people and develop their mindsets. Because in the past, all we've ever focused on is developing the movement. And that's great. Now we're at the point where that system runs automatically. Just coming to camp... I could pull all my coaching staff away from camp and just let the kids come here with the pros and the movement is going to level up anyway because it's more so the environment it's i mean
1: facilities isn't it like there's some kids who will come here and they've never been on a trampoline or had a phone pit and they're like oh and now i can try this thing that's a given but it's like what else can they get from it it's
0: also just the energy of like yo i'm training with people that want to train that want to Mm. progress that are thinking about it as much as i'm thinking about it and i don't feel like an oddball here and they're giving me little tips and tricks here and like you guys were just came we just came from the staff demo. How high was the energy in there?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So So
0: cool. I was sitting still. I was on my computer trying to get some emails sent and work done and I started to get the feel that I want to go and train right now. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, the energy in here is beyond stoke right now.
1: It is mad. So just, I mean, well, there's two things I want to say because I probably should have mentioned at the start. Marlon is basically going to use this podcast for... Woodward are going to start a podcast, right? Yes, sir. So this this will also Mm -hmm. appear on there. Um, So regarding what you're about to hear there's probably going to be some back and forth because he also wants to ask myself and keelan some stuff um but just to so just one sort of question i have is regarding parkour at woodward is and the staff demo is a good segue is that it we were at the staff demo which was for cheerleaders and gymnastics and that's it, right? Like tumbling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But also at Woodward, what is famously known for is skateboarding, BMX, scooter and things. I personally feel like the way parkour is moving is definitely more in the in the, the vein of skateboarding and BMX and sort of that vein of action sports. But at Woodward, it's like under the, the cheer umbrella. Yeah. Is that, that's obviously been something since the start <laughs> because of the people who brought it in. I mean, Terra, who now doesn't work anymore, she was kind of a big player in, in the early days uh, stuff like that like it is is do you think parkour will always remain under this umbrella because i don't know it feels slightly out of place in some ways like and also the just the way i don't know it it just doesn't feel like it necessarily fits perfectly i don't, um, I don't know if it would fit perfectly with the skateboarding and the bmx but i think our cultures as a sport is much more in line with them mm. um i can just picture more uh with obviously the demo was Crazy, like you're saying, the energy was mad. You see Morgan throwing just like triples and like, quads, and so yeah, yeah. really, really yeah. mad to watch. But then it's it's hard to kind of separate that uh, to have like a parkour demo because really in a gym like that, it's just, it, just it's tapped. just going to be flips. It's just tumbling. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 which is still cool. But if the demo was with more of like the skating and the BMX and the scootering, they all do it on walls and ledges and things, so it's quite easy for people to actually see what parkour is. Do you know what I mean? Like, one hundred percent.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, no, dude, like, that's a great question because that has been another part. Like, as I have the main mission here, I'm picking up little side missions at camp. You know, like, it's just side quest. Yeah, it really, <laughs> it really feels like that, man. It really does. Um, so, one of which is getting parkour at Woodward to be removed from the gym sports program mm-hmm. and placed into action sports program. Yep. And I've made a lot of great progress with that this summer. So, now I would say we're almost, like, halfway in the gym program halfway in the action sports program yep, and we see that now by our kids on sundays when they check in they used to be a part of the gym sports chair orientation they sat in the room and now with they're in the a thousand uh, screaming cheerleaders yeah and like when they would say like cheerleaders you hear the girls screaming ah, gymnast girls screaming parkour the boys and we like, don't really like scream at that high of a pitch like yeah. so they were just like <laughs> what do what do we do we're they felt very out of place. Yeah. And we kind of felt weird being there. It was like, that's not really how this sport goes.
2: Exactly. Yeah. We don't yeah.
1: scream for no I'm reason. I'm so happy that you're the person oh, yeah, in yeah, charge yeah, of this yeah. because you really get it. Like I you understand. appreciate understand. And that, I feel man. like, I mean, I came first time here four years ago now. And back then it felt like we kind of wandered around camp and park was a much smaller thing. And the park existed, but it was, it was fairly new. And it felt very much like, the kind of skaters in the BMX is like they're just the vibe. It just, they were like, who the hell are these guys? Kind of thing. And now you walk around, and they're like, oh, you parkour? Oh, sick. Like, Johnson was doing lines in the skate park yesterday and they oh, were like, yeah. loving it. Like, there were skaters willingly, like, because we were, we typically won't go and film in the skate parks when they're busy because it's not our space. But, uh, but we, sorry, I've just dropped my nutriorine bar. <laughs> um, we, we were in there when it was empty training and then a few skaters started coming out and like, but Johnson had a line that we were trying to finish and they, uh, we've, even a couple of years ago, I remember sort of having a similar scenario and just feeling very unwelcome. Whereas this time they were really like chill with just waiting and watching and like supporting. They were even, yeah, it was like, Johnson didn't get the last flip and they're like, come on, next try, next try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, sick. Like this feels like you kind of belong. Who um, even like is he pro? Is he pro? Sick yes, no, <laughs> that they get hyped. That it's like, well, we're not the same sport. Yeah, like they don't you know, know how. It, they don't know if he's famous, but the fact that he could be a pro, they're like, oh shit. Like, yeah, right. exactly. You know, yeah. I and mean, that's
0: cool, man. I'm happy to hear that because that was literally like I, I could show you guys in my notebook like things I've written down before mm. camp started, and I wanted that sort of energy to come about where the parkour guys go into the skate space yeah. and the skaters are stoked to yeah. see them and mm-hmm. it's just like whoa that's parkour like yeah show them how cool it is yeah. and I figured okay what's the best way to make it so that we're accepted when we show up people aren't just thinking like oh there's the lame dudes that jump on things again mm. I decided like okay let's go get friendly with the action sport directors like yeah. let me go meet those guys to figure mm. out what they're about figure out what their mindsets about what they got going on the action sport directors here at camp are some of the Coolest dudes I have ever met in my entire life. Amazing athletes and just amazing people. Like they speak what they mean and mean what they speak. Yeah, really, they're genuine. Like that's the best word to describe them. They are genuine. The vibes off of them are so true. If they tell you something, you know you can trust their word. It's just what it is. And I used to skateboard. For anyone that doesn't know, I skated for about nine years. So one. Day in the off season, I came to camp for a meeting. Decided yeah. to stay here overnight because it's a four hour drive back home. And after work, I was like, okay, you know what? I think I might go hit up the parkour park and go train a little bit. And as I was k- driving my car over to that side of camp, I saw that the uh the skate boys—they called the lost boys in the off season—they <laughs> just stay here at camp. They maintain the property and That's they sick. skate all through the through the off season. Yeah. And I saw them all skating one of the skate parks. And I always had my skateboard in the trunk, so I was like, you know what, like screw it, I'm going to go skate with them Like instead of being alone yeah, in the yeah, yeah. parkour park. So cool. I ended up like riding with them for about two hours. This is my first time getting back on my board for a real session in well over three or four years. And it just, it was so much fun, man. Like yeah. The vibes were chill. We weren't like talking a ton, but it was just those good training vibes of just like, I'm skating, you're skating. We're kind of watching each other go, hyping each other up. Mm. Energy's getting higher and higher. And I started connecting with them there and later on I came back and one of the guys told me I was like yo the skate directors like you man (laughs) they really they respect you at first you you were accepted yeah you showed up with your skateboard they were like yo who the heck is this yeah yeah and then like you started skating a bit you had some tricks down and you kind of like you didn't fanboy or anything you just vibed out yeah and they were like yeah no, like they really respected that you took the time to come into their world and get to do what they were doing yeah and that just opened up the doorway for now. When I talk to the skaters and I say, like, hey man, like, we're having a competition, or hey, my parkour guys might run some lines through the skate park, they're like, yo, let them tell them to come through. Like, we love seeing that stuff, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's just a matter of being polite and, and
1: that's the thing. I think it's a balance the connection, yeah. Because I've seen it before where, like, uh, I think Davis shared it. There was some skate Instagram channel and it like shared this parkour guy in the skate park, and they were fucking ripping on him because really? he was like some guy, like sliding down like trying to do kind of like Jason Poole-esque movement in oh, a skate park, right, but really yeah, badly yeah. Oh, and, ska- and it was just getting so much hate and I can totally see why that's fucking annoying for skateboarders like if you turn up and there's some guy oh, like sure. flip-flopping around um, and it's here I think it's, there's this balance because I mean we've said before on the podcast the parkour park is uh, it's got its flaws. It's actually, I mean, it's ing- it, it is to be honest, really... To I've tough, had, I've had like... a lot of fun this year. Yeah, we've done like, some good stuff. Yeah, but... I haven't been here for two years. And the first time I was here, I wasn't really feeling it. But this time, like, actually training with everyone. Right. Like, the park's the good. energy, yeah. But, yeah. like, just... It needs more, you know. I mean, everyone knows it. Like, it needs a it. Lot like, more. It needs yeah, more yeah. It's the colors. It doesn't match with wood <laughs> oh, yeah. Woodward. They've obviously added more this year. But so the thing about training the skate parks in my head, I'm like, well, if we do a bit of training the skate parks and kind of show presence, hmm. hopefully the powers that be might be like, hey, these guys have kind of, they need more. Like, yeah, maybe right. we'll build a little. Because we were saying yesterday, like, imagine having, I don't know, down by the barn, just a little parkour park that's just like like a little bit. Like, cause yeah. there's, there's how. It's just so fifteen many skate, skate parks. 15 skateparks. 15 skateparks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Three gyms, <laughs> yeah. One parkour,
1: parkour. Yeah, exactly. Like, and we're not we're not sending the skateboarders to the same size, and therefore we need fifteen parkour parks. But like no. a little bar setup down near Buds, yeah, or something else. Or, or just me, like, I
0: mean, Joey and Jeff, we talked about getting a sand pit out here. You see all this open grass, right? Yeah, yeah. Getting yeah, yeah. a little sand pit, getting a couple blocks, then a couple bars. Exactly. And like yeah. just because a little so extra something. So many different
1: themes. Yeah. Of, of like parks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That'd be so cool. And so that like the skaters and BMXers are riding around, and they like because the 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 peak, the park parkour park is kind of tucked away at the back mm. whereas the if like background. they're riding kind of and they just see it and it's like oh sick cause, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah getting
0: us more in the open would be amazing those are things we're working towards like really even like that new build that popped up there that was you know I gotta thank Ron he reached out to me like called me up one day like super last minute before camp's about to open mm-hmm. it's just like hey like we we're supposed to put the Ninja Warrior course here we can't anymore do you want to build something like we have five days yes no. and I was like oh, of course please yeah, and Ron yeah. saw it where we saw it from where it was like the skateboarders every year they come they got a new section in one of the skate parks if you guys yeah. haven't noticed that but every year there's always a little that something cool. new for the skaters yeah. the gymnasts their facilities are always the same for the most part but yeah. the equipment is it's, updated and it's, yearly and also mm-hmm.
1: they, they they have to as part of their sport they train on standardized right, equipment exactly. yeah. we don't like for sure so.
0: So, but he was like parkour park he's like we put you guys down here seven years ago and we haven't added any updates yeah, since no, like sure. absolutely nothing.
1: Sorry for the noise. I'm I'm now opening my neutragon bar. <laughs> Dude, is this a Neutrograin sponsor? <laughs> sponsored or? yeah, yeah, sponsored like, by Neutragrain. Yeah. Yeah. I'm n I am I do not know if you like it that much, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm both hungry. Just munching down on it. Um, <laughs> The and yeah, b- they painted it the right color. Oh, yeah, the color yeah. is it's great. The, the color scheme is amazing. That's, that's what yeah, I want. That's what I want. And
0: I want to tack on the Woodward uh you know on the skate parks, it's the Woodward the sticker. Yeah. The edging around yeah, yeah, yeah. so clean, I think that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah. As well as starting to get potentially some sponsorship up there. Because you go to the yeah. skate parks, you see Hot Wheels, you see GoPro, you yeah. see Red Bull that'd to be start so cool. tacking on some parkour brands. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have our little banners. We got the Olo. We got we got strike movement. Strike movement's pretty lit. I like Strike yeah. big time. I like the I like Mark. <laughs> I like Darryl I like Carl Powley. Little guys are rad Um yeah. I like that Storm. Storm has sponsored our events, our sick um our competitions. So And then Breach this year. This was big. Breach. We had that massive Breach banner there. Um, I ended up with a suitcase full of their gear on accident. Thanks, Arthur. Uh, (laughs) You you dropped the ball on that one, bro, but you made up for it. (laughs) Wait, what did Um, he do? He
1: left it. Oh, you didn't hear the story yet.
0: (laughs) All right, Arthur, I'm sorry I'm Kind of blowing up your spot here.
1: I'm assuming you um, came out to Beast Coast and forgot it. Came
0: out to Beast Coast. Didn't forget it. Um, So in the off-season, I talked to Chris, and Chris was down to sponsor the event, send out a few shirts and things for the kids that win prizes at the end of the week. Yep. So Arthur was supposed to bring some stuff to sell at Beast and then also give me a couple of pieces to bring back to Woodward. Yep. Now, at the end of the day, I'm saying, Hey, Arthur, like you know, did Chris talk to you, tell you about... What are you supposed to do? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, everything's in the red suitcase. Just, you know, take the red suitcase. <laughs> and I was in such a rush. My guys, my team was rushing me out, and they're ready to get into the car. We got a big drive home. So I'm like, all right, like, the red suitcase, yeah? He's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, just, um, you know, take it. Everything's in there for you. And I'm like, all right, cool. I picked the suitcase up. I'm going because my guys are calling. I got, like, five bags on me. Like, yeah. I just got a lot of equipment and a lot of things. Kyle was also out there sponsoring Woodward for the summer. And I get into my car, throw it all in, drive home. And when I get home, I finally look at my phone. And Arthur's like, hey, did you uh, take that suitcase? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, oh. (laughs) And so I open up the suitcase and I look inside. And there's just way too many pieces. Yeah, yeah. There's like sweatpants, sweaters. Well, everything he
1: was going to sell. like
0: everything. T-shirts. And I'm just like, oh, man. So... You know, rather than mailing it back, I reached out to Chris. I was like, hey, you know what? Like, your stuff's already stateside. Yeah. The the kids out here never get to touch and feel your stuff before they buy it. Is there, you know, like, I'll just sell it for you. Like, do you want me to sell it for you? Like, we'll just unload it here. This way, I figured it gets value to the parkour community because now I know personally I like to touch things before I buy it. So now the kids get to touch and feel, and I'm not going to ship it back for you to ship it back over for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Mm So, then, when I came to Woodward, as I was here, um, I, like, also, like, had my own things I was selling, and it hit me that one day, I was like, why don't I try putting this stuff in the skate shop? Like, you know, that way, like, because, you know, we are, as I got here, I found out that we can't, like, staff shouldn't be selling things to the kids on the side, so we cut that down immediately, like, so we don't sell things on the side anymore, like, I just, I didn't know, like, I was just kind of pushing this stuff out of my trunk at the end of the week Mm -hmm. because it's the only place kids could buy it from me and figured all right let's get into the skate shop and i was able to get my gear and breech gear into the skate shop as like the first two parkour brands that's so cool it like when i first got like i got my stuff in there as a tester chris was still figuring out what prices he wanted to charge them when i presented him the idea so he took a little while to say yes to putting it into the store so my stuff went in first and the goal was to get my stuff in and out within, like, a day because I wanted to show Woodward that, it has like, legs, the conversation yeah. I had with them was like, hey, guys, in the shop, in the shop, we represent gymnastics, we represent cheerleading, we represent skateboarding, we represent BMX and we represent scooter. But there's nothing, there's nothing cool. absolutely nothing for the parkour campers mm-hmm. here where they feel like, oh, like, there's representation for us. Like, what are we teaching their mindset? What are we teaching them about the future of the industry you know yeah, like yeah, yeah there's no brand representation here so we got um my stuff in there in and out in one day like the campers loved it i gave them like a little talk about like what it means to support and i was just so happy that after that talk every last one of them went to the skate shop we sold out boom one day Sick. awesome Bad. then when chris finally said yes and we got his stuff in there unfortunately the first week we got his stuff in there was a big g champ week so they didn't care. But then the next week was a parkour week. Yeah. I had the conversation with them, and those kids went in, and I go into the skate shop later to check on the inventory, and they're like, dude, this, like, all of your kids came in here to start buying stuff, and here's the crazy thing. Skaters started buying breech gear as well. Really? And that is, like, really where I That's wanted, like, bad. once again, another one of the missions of camp was to get parkour recognized by the other action sports, yeah, and yeah, sports yeah, community. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because how many of us are following skaters? How many of us are following Naja Houston on Instagram and yeah. Scooter Kids? On, but how many of them are following any of us? Besides maybe Dom.
1: Yeah, there's no like a select handful. but Right, but mm-hmm. no
0: one's really following. Like, if they saw you guys' stuff, they would love it. If they saw Breach, they would love it. But mm. they're not aware of it yet. So, sure. trying to get all of that out. So, like I said, there's a million little side missions going on here. <laughs> yeah. And, like, that's why I keep this notebook so I could keep it all contained. But getting his stuff in there today, I think... Everything is gone from the store as far as breech gear, except for maybe seven pop sockets. Sick. Um, so that's big in my eyes. And you know, I'm going to sit down the off season and talk to them about next summer reing up on gear for parkour. Yeah, and getting maybe I want three to five brands in the store for the kids that's so really that the cool. community could grow, they can see that we're out there, they could just see that this thing isn't just being maintained because that's what it felt like for the last couple of years Mm -hmm. we were just maintaining and I don't believe in maintenance you're either growing or you're dying Yeah. yeah that's just my opinion but that's what I hold true as one of my core values so I'm all about the growth and seeing us get there and working I know that it only happens from putting in the work and just creating the opportunities like learning to be an opportunity creator is what I've been doing with the last three months or not even the last six months of my life, like, mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to do that so we can, I can create a platform for this community, for the athletes to build the infrastructure. This is a billion-dollar industry with no infrastructure built, or very little yeah, yeah. infrastructure built. So we can't really tap the mines, We can't tap into the, the oil wells yeah, of our yeah, community.
1: Yeah just to um i mean you've obviously got your notebook here which i've i've you you are very list driven like me but i think you take it to another fucking level like i think you are planning and and sculpting and and yeah and to yeah because i mean (laughs) i brought my i brought my list book here and and i've used it a couple of times because on in this mode i'm just like yeah cool we'll relax and we'll do whatever yeah Uh, regarding like your roles just here how, you, I feel like you have a lot of things to do and you have, you keep talking about these like side missions and things like what is what's an actual role as a job role from Woodward and then also what are like it, it feels like you've got a hundred fingers in a hundred pies, like Dude, pies. I mean, it really
0: it does feel like that to me as well um
1: that's a great question because And how do you remember the kids' names on top of all that? Oh god. This is dude. the other thing. I'm so I'm bad enough with like a ten people's names. Like yeah, I dude. see you like, Hey Timmy, hey Joey, how you <laughs> doing? Give me a high five, Jason. I'm like, Jesus Christ <laughs> like- <laughs> No
0: man, like um you know, as far as the official director role here, that was actually something I asked when I applied for the job, like just saying like, hey what is it that a director actually does at Woodward because I am interested in the position but I'm actually not quite sure what it is you would want of me so I don't want to say I'm the guy for the job If I don't know what the yeah. job truly enti- entails yet. Yeah. Um, I was told I would get a write-up of kind of the job description. It never came. Um, <laughs>
1: that sounds quite at like Woodward. <laughs> yeah. I, I,
0: I love this place. This is not me bashing it at all. Mm. There's just so many moving parts here. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. An interesting thing, so this is where we're about to go in a little bit we're going to unveil some secrets Um, you know like it's requested or promoted that you know directors are always willing to help always willing to jump in there do the dirty work lead by example which I am all for and all about and you'll see a lot of our directors getting in there doing that I took that a little too far this summer and was just like, I was way too involved in the department. And I even, like, I sat down and had a meeting with my staff last night for a good hour or two. And, like, I had to apologize to them at uh, some point because I told them, I was like, you know, I screwed up big time and I failed you guys big time because I have been way too involved in this department all summer long. I've been showing up to every instruction and mandatory, every open gym. Also, you technically don't actually have to, like... I have to... They put me on five. So there's fifteen sessions. Yeah. I'm technically being paid for five of those sessions. Oh, okay. I've been pretty much at all fifteen as well as wow. interacting with them in between and then doing Jesus. these sort of things like this interview, like this isn't like a part of the job description. This is just what I see yeah, will help yeah, the yeah. program and community grow bigger and better. Um, so I've been so involved that, you know, around five weeks in I burnt out big time I was gonna say Bad. yeah I mean that's Oh, you yeah. telling me about that oh yeah, dude, that yeah. burnout was probably the worst burnout I ever experienced in my life I'm talking I uh, it was hot outside and I'm shivering I go inside the ACs I'm breaking into a hot sweat at night I try to lay down to sleep my back was like spazzing I used to get like sciatic nerve pain oh, yeah That started coming back to me out of nowhere I wasn't training so it's like I know I didn't fall or anything like that it was just my it's body's it's just too down. much like... And, like I was trying to sleep I couldn't sleep and the only thing that remedied it was getting into my car and driving back to New York and staring at the wall for three days, like just <laughs> oh completely gosh. getting away from people. Because mm. I'm just here; you have nonstop human interaction. It
1: is like um, you. There's nowhere. Even just trying to, we're just trying to find a room to do this podcast Right. Just trying to find somewhere we can guarantee you won't have somebody walking through it for the next hour and a half. Right? Because yeah. yeah. there's insane. over
0: like, a thousand people here. You yeah. Know, like and it's 98 acres, but still like a thousand people that are actually sport oriented on bikes and wheels they oh, get, they're around get around quickly. Fast. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So I mean, um, as far as job description, you know, like they really, they, it wasn't very clear. So getting into this role in the beginning, I was making mistakes left and right, you know, I wasn't being told about things or maybe I wasn't, I just wasn't, it was too much information for my brain to hold on to. So the first week, you know, I'm getting texts like, why are you late to the meeting? What meeting? Yeah. Where is it? When's it happening? So then like the next week I show up to where the meeting was last week and meetings in digital media today like why aren't you here like where are we announcing this my cell gets no service around here so I'm living in like the area where I live in at night like I don't have wi-fi or service so I'm not getting group messages until the next morning when I wake up Mm -hmm. and I should be getting it at night so I know where to be in the morning and it was just all these little things here and there and there was nobody in my role to kind of guide me and teach me before and I'm the Only department that has a single director, every other department has multiple directors. Oh, okay, so no, one, no one was that. here to like pass the bat. And now. then Henry, you guys know Henry, you guys yeah, have to yeah. hang out with him. He was, um, he's also like he's his technical role is lead, but I consider him a director through and through. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk to them about making him such so he has the official title. He
1: feels like he should be it. He yeah, really, yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. it was you and Henry, really, right? Really, but and yeah.
0: he really, I when I tell the kids, I'm like, Henry's a director as yeah. far as I'm concerned because you, he has a walkie you could go to him with the problems and he knows what to do yeah. Um. but he didn't come along till week four so mm. I was here for the first four weeks alone
1: yeah this is Henry Blue by the way who we're hoping to get on very soon because he's developing parkour's for well not first video game nah, but he's making but his own video it, game isn't, isn't, it, isn't so it parkour's sick. first video game by a park parkour by a parkour yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we'll go, we, he's really keen to come on. So we're going to try and sort that out. Somewhere. Yeah, Henry is a treat. He is a delight. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: huh? yeah, so um But Henry came along week four and like finally helped relieve some of the pressure. Yeah. Unfortunately, he's gone for these last two weeks. So I'm back to being alone. But now I feel like I have a better grip on things. Yeah. And like I said, I apologize to my guys because I'm learning as a director, my job isn't necessarily to be in the department, it's to work on the department from the outside and give it and feed it the things it needs, getting my staff the training they might need. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like I have a standard for them, but I realized I never got the time to or made the time to teach them how to adhere to that standard. And I want them interacting and communicating with the kids outside of training, mm-hmm. and that's a tough thing for them to do because we don't want to burn them out either.
1: Yeah, so what I, I found sure. really impressive is like your. I mean, I've only seen a, a glimpse of it, but
0: my movement—I know it's amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, like your essentially like your leadership skills are. Well, I don't know. I just I like we were training in the park yesterday. Was it when, the, about the Ninja Warrior? So, well, you know, you were holding that meeting yeah. yesterday, and you right. to the guy, and I could kind of get a vibe that there was a bit of like tension a little bit of yeah. tension yeah but also and then just seeing you talk to the guys other times but also then seeing you talk to your your athletes because Marlon has his own brand called Witness This um, how many athletes do you have? we
0: have on that on that team we have Sam Wiseman Nick Campbell Paulie Markle Sam, it's a monster Sam if,
1: what's his next surname? Sam Wiseman Sam Wiseman if you don't if you're not aware he's a freak well, he's freak not a freak freak of nature he's dude. a Wiseman he man. works
0: hard too like he's talent he, makes, he's what talent looks like when it works hard like, yeah, that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like talent, he
1: is on. a next level athlete. Eats a bit too much cereal, though. <laughs> I mean, dude,
0: all of you like elite athletes are sugar fiends, man. <laughs> like, I've been I've been watching Woodward, bro. I watch all the elite athletes across the board. Sugar fiends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like anyone like want to try and dispute
1: that? Like the food here is tough to like get away from the sugar. I think. Yeah. Oh, that's all they give you. Yeah. Like. But yeah, so I I've just noticed that like. Compared to someone like me, like I feel like I should be in a role where I'm with the guys. Like in a scenario like this, there's the athletes and they're all 18, 19 now. So I'm kind of like, well, I don't want to be some boss man. But also I like, I have aspirations for the brand. I have aspirations for them. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should like take them aside and be like, hey, why are you, why are you not training so much today? Or like, what's, what's up? Like, blah, blah, blah. But I don't because I'm kind of, I, d- I don't know. I don't know if I should be <laughs> stepping into those shoes. Mm. With you, I've seen you, like, step into these leadership skills, uh, shoes, and, like, and have sit-down talks with people and, and boost them up and things, and I can hear these things, stuff, you're things. and I'm like, shit, like... D- I mean, is did you... Have you always been like that? Is that something you had to learn or teach <laughs> yourself? Like,
0: Man, I, like, I appreciate hearing you say that. That is probably, like, one of the best compliments I've <laughs> ever gotten in my life, because... That is something I work towards, and on the previous episode, if you guys are listening to this on my platform, you heard that episode I did with E. Morris, and you hear me talk about everyone kind of wants to be the Red Ranger. Like, I've always wanted to be the Red Ranger, or not everyone, but a lot Power of people Power want Rangers, to be the Red right, Ranger, right from Power Rangers. So Ranger. he was the middle one. They want to be the leader. Yeah, okay. Um, and... A lot of people don't quite understand what it means to be that leader and how scary of a role that it can be. Yeah. And when I started thinking to myself, like, okay, like, I do want to be a leader. I want to be the Red Ranger. I've always wanted to be the Red Ranger, and I acknowledge that.
1: Have you ever done the personality test? The, like, 16 personality Yeah, test? I have, actually. Did you come out as leader?
0: I came out as a protagonist. I, like, um, that was, like, Oprah Winfrey, uh,
1: okay. Obama, yeah, yeah. Barack. Because um, I came out Obama. as leader, and I was, like... Oh, fire. Up, but I was, like... Uh, really? Like, <laughs> yeah. am, am I? i And I like now. read through all the stuff, and I'm like, I can see that kind of, but also, no, like, yours was yours was very. It, but true yeah, to when you. they when you do it, the the it, video summary, it was like Ooh. there were so many things. I was like, it was the little things. It was the little things where it was like you don't yeah. agree with yeah. certain. Yeah, yeah there were like yeah. certain things. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like I feel like maybe I need to be doing more, like homework or, or even trying harder to maybe become slightly more of a leadership role. I don't know like because I'm, I'm i always have that fear of like if i was to say go okay, like oh keelan like i feel like i've been really pulling your weight like i sort of blah 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 like sort of what's up duh, duh, duh. like i feel like you should be doing this it's like well what do i why why do i have the right to say that kind of thing um uh, and i mean mm-hmm. i guess i guess you are officially in a leadership position because it is a cr- like it's your job right so right. I mean, there's a little bit more justification, whereas, like, now Keelan's 19 and I, I haven't paid for his trip here. So it's really, if he just goes, oh, fuck off, I'm not doing any training this week, I'll be a bit like, Keelan, you should probably get some clips, but I can't really force that. Right. And I'm, it's that balance, yeah.
0: I mean, like, definitely, like, leadership is, sorry about that, guys. Uh Leadership is definitely, like, something I've studied immensely, like, yeah. really trying to take this role as serious as possible do this to the best of my ability to prepare my guys for this to prepare them to be leaders for the future you know like I have um core values that like are big for a witness to this for sort the of brand and if you guys look at this uh, lanyard I have like I oh yeah what to, the hell? like impact transformation leadership integrity and execution like these are core values so. that like mean a lot to me because with the guys like on the team that I'm leading, with the campers here. Like the goal is to teach them to be leaders in their own right. Yeah. And yeah. recognizing that at some point that even means like I pass the mantle to them and allow them to lead me and I'm a follower. Yeah. And I know what it's like to already be a follower. So now I'm learning what it means to be a great leader and who are the people I follow. I follow the people that keep it honest with me. Like tell me like yo, if we're lost, they admit like, yo, I don't know where we're going, but I think this is the best direction. I'm going to start walking in it. You can follow me or not. Mm. Like, don't yeah, follow yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are the people, like, they don't force me to follow. I choose to follow. Yeah. Those are true leaders. Those are the people that are willing to be vulnerable with you. And they might not always know the right answer, but they try their best to have integrity and do the right thing for the group. So even with my guys, for instance, like, you know, you just said you're not paying Keelan to be here. Like, mm. my guys, I sat down with them for the last week or two, and I told them, oh, my God, like, I'm not in a place yet where I could pay you anything monetarily like I can't you know like all the money we make from like little shirt sales and events Mm. and things like that like it goes right back into the brand to grow it some more so like I don't have the money yet to put you on payroll however I and paying you in the sense of opportunity. I'm yeah, gonna create yeah, yeah. opportunity for you. I'm gonna show you how to make this thing from the ground up. You're gonna watch me make it. You could be a part of making it with me. You're gonna gain experience that you won't be able to gain anywhere mm. else. I'm gonna put you in contact with some of the best people. Like they were stoked to meet you guys this year. And like a part of them coming week nine and ten was planned. I wanted them to come yeah. to meet you guys. I wanted them to come That's to meet Joey guys. and Jeff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're great humans, man. Mm. Like I are love- they
1: all local to you?
0: They're all local to me.
1: We're all in New York. Um, yeah, sick.
0: Like, Sam's the furthest one away from us. He lives like an hour up, um, uh, okay. upstate from me. So, like, when we were filming a project before camp, I was like riding out to him every day to go film this project. And nah. I told him, I was like, guys, like, if you show me you're serious, I will do what it takes yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. take you. Like, and I sit down with them and I basically, my way of paying them is tell me what it is you want. Let yeah. me know what it is you're working for. And I'm going to figure out how I can help you do that. And if mm. I can't, I let him know, like, all right, dude, I can't do anything for you in that department, so if you need to go outside of me and go to someone else, go there, like, there will be no ill will from me, you know, like, I tell Sam all the time, like, dude, you're an amazing athlete, like, if you ever want to sign with another team or, like, another team wants you, don't feel like you owe me anything, Mm, go with them, you know, I tell that to all of the guys, like, like, our guy, Nick Amblow. he, at one point, wanted to quit parkour, one he did to go pursue football he's mm. young he's oh, in really? school those boys are someone number 16 years old and he wanted to go do it and he was afraid to say that because he felt like he was letting the team down he felt like he was letting yeah. me and Steven down because we'd coached him since he was 10, 11 years old mm. no 9 years old excuse me and you know we told him like dude go like as long as you're following your passion, that's what you're actually doing. You're not doing parkour, you're following your dream, you're following your passion, and it sounds cliche, but like...
1: No, it's what we're all living for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: It's not just like, I don't want to see someone like doing the motion of parkour and filming, feeling like, okay, this is what I'm doing, like, I'm just filming parkour. It's like, no, like, you're documenting yourself, follow your dream, you're documenting yourself, live the life you want to live. Yeah. And that's what you should, in my opinion, should actually be doing, and that's what like when I look at you guys, that's what you're doing. Versus mm. when I watch another video on the guys, the movers are great. But I'm like, you guys just seem like you're just going through the motion of it all. Mm. You, know, you don't yeah, genuinely yeah, yeah. seem that invested in your own activity. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know? That was a really interesting thing. I, uh, I don't know if I read it or heard it. That was, um, I think I think I was on a podcast or something. This, this guy was talking about what he when he hires clients. Uh, no, not clients. Uh, uh, like employees? Yeah, employees. And he brings them onto his team. He asks them two questions. And he says, uh, what is it that you have to give the company? Like, what is it that you can give? And what is it, like, that you will give? And then the... And it's and it's kind of do that in 100 words or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it's... And what is it that you selfishly... Like, what do you want... So, it's you, did, what it, you did this to you. Yeah, awesome. I, I, put he it, asked us I put it in the WhatsApp yes. group. And sure. The problem with our WhatsApp group is only half the people then replied. Yeah. But, yeah um, that's beautiful. But yeah, so, it, and and hopefully, there should be able to be a balance so that, like, Keelan could say, Hey, I want to give this. I've got this much time. Like, I want to be this as an athlete, and I want to do this on the side. And I'm yeah. like, Cool. Well, in return, like, and it might not be financial, but it's like, Oh, well, I can do this and this and this. And yeah. you, to, to have a good relationship, you should be able to achieve a balance with each person on the team and, it, and if, if somebody wildly is like I want 10 grand a month and a new camera and this and I don't want to do anything we're like well this isn't going to work right So
0: this relationship just between us doesn't also yeah. there's
1: a really good book called um, Ooh, writing notes. Leaders Eat Last
0: I've heard of that
1: book yeah by Simon S- Simon Sinek yeah that's the one yeah yeah it's got some really cool like stories of people who have done kind of impactful things whether it be the, the one that sticks out in my mind I think it's right at the start of the book actually is a which makes it sound like I haven't read it but I haven't because I listened to it on an audiobook but uh <laughs> reading it this this guy who uh he he's a fighter pilot and he saves like uh, his whole like squad basically by taking action that sh- was not necessarily the right action to take but it was the right action in the moment kind of thing it went against loads of like training and things um but yeah I mean leaders like that sentence is the kind of the key thing there in the sense of like to be a good leader you don't necessarily have to be sort of living the dream like yeah it's, mm, it's, right.
0: you sacrifice exactly the opportunity
1: yeah. for your followers yeah
0: yeah yeah exactly and, you know, like and like I like what you just said about you know asking what is it that you can give and what is it that you want because you know like even like this is like kind of where like I need to apologize to you guys as you guys came in like we just in the beginning when you first got the camp I didn't have time to really sit down with you guys and like Get the vibe and just talk where everyone else I normally do that with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just was. You guys caught me on like a very busy weekend. Like it was the biggest weekend.
1: Be fair, I so was, I mean, we could just, yeah, just come tired. in and we were like, oh, where's yeah, where yeah. do we sleep? <laughs> and How like, many?
0: Eighty six kids. Eighty six kids last week, yeah. biggest week we've ever biggest had. Biggest
1: park all week. And Sick.
0: um, you know, like even like two days before you got here, I was like, hey, like you want to do this film project and like the like kind of threw it at yeah. you last minute. And what I wanted to ask you guys too was like, yo, you know, like, are you actually like interested in doing this not just hey do you feel like you owe me something because i got like i was part of helping get you to camp um you know would this interest you like would this give you any value like because obviously it would help us out yeah yeah, give us value but like would you guys get anything from this do you does it resonate with you does because if it doesn't then it's like you know let's not do it because you guys heard me when i was talking to my guys last night like Mm when the energy feels, like I feel energy, I speak energy before I speak English. Yeah. You know? like, so like, <laughs> if the energy isn't right and the vibes aren't right, like I don't like feeling like I'm forcing things. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like, all right, maybe like we just don't do this together now. That's all. Like,
1: yeah. yeah. was It's tough with that stuff like that because I think every, in in the ideal scenario, it's all, everyone's keen. Yeah. Um, I think, so what we've, well, what I found interesting and I think was kind of what I felt from the, the guys as well is like, it would be, there was a couple of days earlier in the week where you were like, okay, well, let's meet at 4.30 and we'll film and we'll get, everyone will get a line from 4.30 till 5. And then we get there and like by the time people are warm, it's five o'clock and then people have already rolled in. And it was very like, a level of pressure, I guess. Of Like kind of almost ticking stuff off a list, which, and it's weird because I love, it's in some scenarios, I love that list ticking. Like Mm. you go, cool, task done, cool, task done. And we use it sometimes on shoots, but mainly if we've like, if we're location based and we've pre scouted. Like right, you prepped yeah, it yeah. mentally, yeah you know, and such. Um, but sometimes I think the pressure, especially for some of the guys, is just they don't work like that. Like and then I mean we went out last night for like an hour or so and we've mm-hmm. got four like incredible lines that just came out of nowhere. I heard you got the cake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's how we work at yeah. the <laughs> working on cakes. But um Yeah, so it's it's it is interesting to sort of see what dynamic works at the the right time right and
0: that's where like it felt like time was crunching because i'm in very much the same boat where like the list my guys had time to prepare yeah they've been at camp for this was their second week for them and then you guys had just got in yeah yeah, that's where like i started to recognize like all right like we're just currently like everyone's like trying to match up and get onto the same vibe Mm -hmm. and just it it like as it finally happened my guys had to go yeah I was like, saying yeah, earlier so like last
1: night felt like the first day and we've been here four days now like four or five days the first day where everything was really rolling right because I think it's just that it's not you don't really get jet lag coming it's only five hours but it's just enough to make you just feel like right. not quite on it
0: and you gotta you gotta get tuned in Like, and, and the the I, I as get as well, it yeah. man I, like I truly I truly get it like there's just sometimes not enough time in a day and enough
1: I heard time. the guy doing the skate talk last night and he said to all the kids he was like The days are long, but the weeks move fast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that that is literally it. That's there, dude.
0: Like, the days are long and the weeks are short. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Very, very true. Yeah, it's big. Um,
0: So, I mean, I definitely want some questions for you guys. And perhaps this is where, if you're listening to um, this on my platform, this is where I kind of hit a break. And this is the part two. So... Welcome back for part two. Now I'm going to kind of grill you guys with some questions. Okay. Before
1: we jump in, can I run to, down to that little toilet? Oh, he's going to go hit that toilet. <laughs> <laughs> there's, always, there's always a piss break. Dude, you got it. He's got, got, got the you. smallest bladder. No, it's that's okay. all right. You know, that's, that's right. one of the rules in the game. The guy sent me the game. Oh, yeah. Do yeah. you know about this, Marlon? No, no, no. What, some what some guy sent in like... He'd obviously listen to the podcast loads and he made some like drinking game for the podcast. Like, oh, every time Keelan replies with, oh, really? Or Mm. every time Giles cuts in while I'm talking or a piss break and you have to take a drink or something. So apparently they're going to make that proper game.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. That's going to be fun. (laughs) It'd be so, so funny. I mean, I mm. feel like it's probably at minimum maybe one to two drinks. Yo, you just gotta drink heavy as all. Well, that's all. Yeah. Like, get some like shots of tequila, or something. shots of tequila,
1: like, and then listen to the podcast and wait until you hear it. Because I'm pretty sure because I don't listen to the podcast myself. because oh, like, no! No, I don't know. I just you know, listen to listening to myself. Like, dude,
0: that's crazy. Wait, so you've never listened back
1: on I've, one of your own I, episodes? I actually have never listened back to a dude, full you one. You have
0: two. to do it because it's. it's yeah. I did it once. It's going to blow your mind yeah, like yeah. hearing yourself speak and being like, I don't even remember saying <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. But like, clearly that's me. That's my voice. Mm-hmm. Those are like the things I think. And it's interesting because yeah, when the we talk for this think long, in the moment. yeah, like mm-hmm. we just like, we forget what we even talk, or at least I forget what I talk about. Yeah, I like, did yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. tell you guys I'm what back. the first topic was of this whole podcast. I yeah, don't it just goes too. so quickly. I, but you I you listen were present, to a handful, so.
1: I reckon. Sometimes like if we've had a good one with a guest or sometimes if we do a podcast in the evening, sometimes mm-hmm. we have a couple of drinks and then you kind of wake up the next morning you're like, did I say anything stupid? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But yeah. Awesome. Anyway. So questions. now uh, let's get you guys all right, with all right. some this questions. Is Marlon's book with paragraphs. For uh, yep, it.
0: I like I write these questions out. So you know if it seems a little formal, like no worries, no worries. <laughs> um, let's see, let's see. All right, so like at this point, right, we have most of the community knows Modus. We view you guys as a brand that's <laughs> relatively successful. That's pretty much you guys are doing it from the out th- outside things look nice and clean. Like <laughs> most people always look and see like, yo, like that brand is doing it, like, yo, Fereng is banking. They must be billionaires by yeah. the store yeah, yeah, block. Yeah. billionaires, Motus, billionaires. Um, you know, like I wanna know kinda what do the day to day activities kinda look like within the organization as far as like from a business standpoint. Mm. Um, I feel like you two, like, would be the inside. Yeah, kind yeah, of like, Yeah, yeah, And In I'm, the stress I mean, well, I'm, like... <laughs> I
1: was never really, like, involved as much as this, as I am right now. Um, I think Like, was, since the start, almost was, since the podcast, like, started this Yeah, year, I think it was also, like, when Spitting in the Wind came out, if right. you saw that, yeah. So, like, when that happened, and then I got injured, I'm pretty sure, uh, I just didn't know what to do with myself, so I just decided to... Well, you kind of gave me the opportunity yeah. to kind of work yeah. more with inside the brand, and um, and then, like, yeah, I know I'm, I'm at yours, like, three times a week. Yeah, typically oh, nice. about three days a week. Yeah, so. uh, Sometimes grinding away, sometimes accidentally slipping onto the PS4. <laughs> but, you know... But the, head, the head's still in the right place. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Giles is doing a lot. I mean, day-to-day is, like... There's obviously your general things, which is just kind of social media upkeep and stuff, which I think I st- I, the brand could be doing a lot more of. Um, but it, it has enough present. Thankfully, we well, we have... Eight athletes, and therefore you can kind of take, like, y- you can you can reshare their stuff if they're as long as they're all out doing bits, then there's content to reshare, mm-hmm, right. and, and you can always resort back to the generalized like clothing posts, which sometimes are effective and and sometimes are a bit boring. Uh, it's it's the, the hard thing that I struggle with with regards to social media is like how much to be just clothing focused, which generates sales, mm. or but it but it only generates sales to a degree. Like or how much do you you reshare content and have organic content of, of movement which generates followers right. and growth. Because no one wants to follow a page that's just showing t shirts. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh I mean that being said, Stora have obviously set up their Stora Store page, which is just their clothing stuff, um, as a kind of segregation of that. And and maybe that is the way to do it if, if the most sort of page got bigger than you would have an individual one just for just mm-hmm. the clothes. Mm-hmm. But um, so there's a little bit of upkeep there. I mean, this year's been crazy, just in terms of like a lot of growth. It's all growth behind the scenes. Like, I don't really feel like we've done a huge amount in the in the public eye, um, which is weird because I think that's where my like head game slipped. Because I'm like, oh shit, we're not doing anything. Like, we haven't done any cool trips, and you see kind of all these other people jetting off and doing things, and I'm like, oh shit. It's we've had some serious. Not struggles, but it's core struggles between moving to this new factory, which is still taking a long time. And I'm so confident that once everything is rolling, it'll now be rolling smoothly. And we've we've kind of had to make some decisions in the last month that will delay certain clothing things and push things back and, and stuff like that. But it's all kind of for the greater good. Um, so there's generally a bit of factory upkeep to do. Like now that we're running multiple collections throughout the year with them, I'm communicating with them at least every couple of days, just going over samples that... I mean, samples for stuff like for autumn, winter 2020. Like, because we want to be ahead of the game. Because at the end of the day, we want to scale, we want to move into retail and etc, etc. So, like, we have to be six months to a year ahead. Yeah. Um, and then, generally, we're trying to produce weekly content with YouTube, which... It's difficult. It's difficult. We delegate it to the athletes and then once one person slips up, then everyone Everyone starts to slip up. It's it's like, because obviously all of your guys are quite close, relatively close, like where you live, but as we're all in different parts of England and Jordan's not even in England, he's in Norway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's quite hard to get all of us together to make a video and if not, there'll be no video on the channel until one pops up and it'll just be like a solo video. Right. Yeah. Uh, So we're still trying to figure out how we can meet up we did a lot of like content planning at the start of the year, which is kind of where this podcast came about. But yeah. a lot of what we wrote down hasn't necessarily taken action yet. Mm. Um, because I think we, we as people and as a brand, we don't just want to churn out like mindless vlogs as much as they are quite good to just, they're quite quick to do. Mm. Um, if, if we're all together, then it's fun. But if it's like, we don't want to just say to Max, like, Hey, go out and film a vlog. Cause right. it's just, yeah. there's only so much you can do to keep that thing entertaining. Um, so there's it's yeah it's it's a balance of clothing content creation general management of the back end of of funds etc etc like just the business side of things um i've had a ball ache over the last six months moving from an old accountant who was shafting me financially over to a new accountant and all this stuff which has cost the company a ton of money and it's just like and then 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 you instantly have cash flow issues regarding clothing and yeah there's I think this year has just been a financial nightmare, but it's not not it's not breaking us yet <laughs> <laughs> we're still going yeah yeah <laughs> um and then yeah typically uh, travel and trips and events and stuff like that i've i mean this is the second time i've it's the second time both of us have this is literally this year. the yeah the second trip yeah. we've done this year last year we had done so so many, many yeah but i mean yeah generally trying to help up, up hit up as many events as possible when um, we go to events and we're all together that's when it starts getting like, yeah. like yeah. this like Woodward because we're all together yeah. it's so sick and especially that we haven't seen each other for quite a while or been in the same place and nice. I think that's why the video is suddenly just happening you know nights. you know, like how yeah when you capture stuff and it's just natural because it is just happening yeah right. Yeah, like, work, to anyone listening we're working on kind of a longer form piece for the ooh, end of beautiful. this America thing yeah. um, as well as a video for Woodward specifically as well which is mm-hmm. cool because they've given us that opportunity um but yeah, it's it's just a lot of juggling, really. It's interesting. Some days I feel like I simply there's too much to do. Um, <laughs> thankfully, I've managed to delegate a few things like packing orders I now don't have to go near. Um, a lot of the financial stuff I don't have to touch because of accountancy and bookkeeping and things. But in this switch over there's just been havoc, um, there was a period like late last year or early this year where I genuinely just was like, I don't know how to I don't know how to deal with all of this because the company doesn't have enough money to pay someone to come on board and like handle all of this but it needs to still be done Um, what I'm trying to do is get the brand to a position where it's sort of self-sufficient and working to a level where I can then pull out slightly and focus more on just creative Um, because I think that's where my strengths lie like general not necessarily marketing because I don't think I'm the best marketer but general management of the brand and creative and then the financials the forecasting all of that is taken on by somebody else um it's just it's not it's not what i enjoy and what i've discovered is if i don't enjoy doing something i can only do it for so long before it just fucks me in the head right like and if and if i'm not doing enough like creatively and and stuff like that so it's trying to it's a balance
0: no and I, i get that like that's big you know i almost am curious as to how much of this experience of creating Modus have you learned that okay I need to start developing like business skills like is that a like was that a very conscious thought for you like All right, so oh I, shoot I need to be a I need to learn how to be a businessman like
1: I, I literally hired a business advisor okay last no t- a year and a half two years ago I got to the stage where I was so aware that the company was like so much bigger than me and the problem is I would t- talk to the people around me which would either be the guys or, like, my mom or my girlfriend or things. And then then they're incredibly biased because you're like, you're like, okay, we're doing this many thousands in revenue every month. This is happening. This is happening. Like, it's ticking over. Like, we're we're doing sort of, like, the postage is being handled and things. But I was like, I just, in my head, I was like, I feel like there are aspects of this business that I don't understand and that could be improved. And then I got this guy on board and he just tore the sh- fucking lid off of him (laughs) it's like it was like you need to fucking fix this this is bullshit fix it like after my first meeting with him i was like oh my fucking god and like days prior to that i would have just been like thinking normally right uh but in just in terms of growth and scale uh and and just actually had to run a business like i didn't know anything i went from just being a self-employed cameraman essentially cameraman uh under technically we had a business which was visive but it didn't actually it was just me like it was just a business bank account that was just essentially as if i was being paid by like self-employed so i i knew fucking nothing so i hired (laughs) this guy and and now i feel so much more level-headed about it but it's still just not my forte like awesome so so. would
0: you say he's is he teaching you or are is he kind of almost like managing in the shadows and like whispering like the right thing to say to the girl. Nah, (laughs) nah.
1: So he, he came on, I used to see him once every couple of weeks, um, at the, at the start, like, cause when he came in, I was just like, Hey, I need help. Basically. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And he was like, cool. I'm a financial, a business advisor. Like I'll come in and take a look at things. So he, I used to meet up with him periodically now it's much more like I just catch up with him every so often Um, it's yeah like it's it's weird I'm now at this position where I almost would love to have someone else involved in the company who was just Essentially, a partner on the financial side of things. And now I've said that, I'll probably get people messaging me on Instagram being like, What?
0: <laughs>
2: Give
1: that me access you, to the bank account. I think it's
0: good that you do that because then I think you're starting to recognize, and this is all things I'm learning from like growing my own thing and studying a lot, yeah. that you're starting to recognize, okay, there are things about running a business, like there are systems that need to be worked. And a lot of times people make the mistake of, all right, I'm doing this, this, and this, and this, and this. So like the business is just in a sense, them, Yeah. and where the business should be a series of systems, and it doesn't matter who runs the system, like the system should be able to be ran, and you should be able to pull and play who goes in that position, uh, yeah. and you need to recognize when, although you might be the owner, or the you're the video guy, but when you put on the team manager hat, now you're wearing the team manager hat, and you're doing the team manager job, so you're one individual Doing mm-hmm. two jobs not just one individual doing one big job of running the business yeah, yeah recognizing yeah, yeah. the multiple jobs that are actually going on in place which seems like you've been doing with the guys of kind of delegating i mean like keelan like from the outside it seems like you've been coming in and taking a little bit more responsibility more role. yeah i and,
1: think also that with keelan like what's been beneficial and it's i don't think we've done a huge amount of it but we've definitely spoken about it is that like i mean i'm 29 the guys are 18 19 as much as i get on with them as if we're best mates, I understand there are certain things where I sometimes fall more into like a dad position or like a, yeah, like a, not, <laughs> not, not that, a dad position, I, not know a, feeling, not a, I know that. Do you know what though. I mean? Like it's yeah. yeah. like, yeah. A, you see my old, team, the 16 year old, like I'm 26. Old like, man, Giles. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, for fuck's sake, <laughs> but sometimes having Keelan who I can kind of be like, Hey Keelan, can you like suggest this to the guys? And he'll sort of be like, Hey, let's do this. Sometimes and it, it sometimes. comes sometimes. if I can. Yeah. 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 But it comes from someone their own age. Right. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I think that's, that's really beneficial to have. And it's not just sort of exclusive to Keelan like that. I can speak to them all Mm. on that level. It's just because Keelan, it's, it's just one of those like charts, someone on the inside. Keelan's local (laughs) and therefore it's just, it's just how it happens. Um, But yeah, I, I, it is weird. It's the the last few months I've just been like, actually, if someone stepped up and was like, Hey, I want to come on board and run the business side of things. And I still owned the thing, but stepped more into a role of like, I would happily have someone, you, for example, and be like, hey, Marlon, I've got this idea for Soul Destroyer. Or like, okay, I've got this new collection. It's called Soul Destroyer. I want to do this many items. I want to do this level of production and video beside it. Blah, 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 blah. Like, do we have the cash for that? I kind of don't enjoy sitting in that position of going like, Oh, okay. We've got this much money for this, and we need to delegate this and this and this. Like, it's just not. It's it's just yeah. It doesn't feel like my calling in life to be some like financially minded person. Mm. I've never been particularly good at making my own personal money. I kind of just want to like. Where where am I even going? Like, outsource
0: that kind of work.
1: Yeah, like, and and I've I've now done sort of just more I try, I try and do as much reading and Sorry. research into business and, and things and I, I've realized that that dynamic does exist a lot more than oh, you would heck yeah man yeah that Ben is... and Jerry's is an interesting one like I listened to a podcast with them on it and uh they were saying they kind of one of them was just always the guy with the book he was just always like oh can't afford that can't right. afford that like <laughs> um, yeah
0: but you know you're describing like your start it's from my point of view it seems like you're describing what it takes to create a successful sustainable business because now you're recognizing okay, like, these are the parts. You're seeing the business as parts. Yeah, that yeah, need totally. To be, like, how the car needs all the parts running and Like, you may not want to be the guy that works on transmissions, but you know the car needs a transmission. Yeah. And you may not want to be the guy that works on the exhaust, but you recognize the car needs an exhaust and there's a specialist for that. And you kind of want to plug and play different specialists. And, you know, like, that will allow the business to grow that much bigger, better. Yeah, I think
1: the hardest thing is, out. is, like, in this position, it's like, where well, you want someone who's involved with the sport, and sort of, no offense to the guys, but if Keelan suddenly said, oh, I'm going to come in, I I, I want to step up and take control of the money management, I'd be like, really? Are you sure about that? Yeah. Um, I, I feel like parkour is a really hard pool of people Ooh, to, yes. to pull. Like everyone wants to be the athlete or they want yep. to be the creative. There's very few people who are like, hey, I'm a parkour guy and I, I'm interested in business actual business
0: oh my god like, you're, you're hitting on something right now jazzy really because <laughs> like, this is something like there's a conversation i've been having with my guys over and over i'm really digging it into their heads especially while some of them are young that cool you're all great athletes yeah that's your skill number one what's your skill number two
1: yeah, yeah like when i'm
0: gonna focus on skill number three yet what's skill number two yeah and like if you tell me you don't have one yet that's a problem because now you're a bit of a one-trick pony and, and i think the
1: obvious thing yeah. at the moment is athlete and creative i.e video photo right those but are, a lot of people don't realize they have to actually work hard at the video photo right you can't yeah, just make yeah. something that's good that, in the parkour community that, like it's yeah yeah
0: it's its own skill like the same way you worked you know years on the movement on the precision on the flip on the everything you need to now go look at this other skill and go learn it just oh, as well no, like for sure you, know, you just said the word businessman like being a businessman that's a skill yeah being a creative do, yeah. that's a skill yeah like getting into these other areas like as you guys even start this podcast i'm sure you started learning things here and you're recognizing you're learning different audio skills that you didn't have before yeah and yeah, you yeah. recognize oh wow there's probably some dude out there that can just do all this crazy Because like, I,
1: I don't know in an industry as big as something like skateboarding i'd like you think of the barracks which is that huge oh, i love the barracks mm-hmm. yes. they probably are in a position where if they were like hey we want to do a barracks podcast they wouldn't just like wangle it themselves they'd go oh that skater that six skater is also a producer let's bring him on board because he's a producer and he yeah, understands right. it. and like that's his skill like he that's his thing and therefore there's his opportunity and it's the same so, with like graphic design and right. all these other things so I kind of got a
0: question for you, Keelan. So you mm. have been working with Giles. I'm curious from your point of view, you know, like you are the younger dude, you know. How much does he, he like, beat you? A, <laughs> what is it? There? It's like a 10-year difference between you guys? Pretty, Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, I'm like, 29. 10 years. Yeah, 10-year yeah, 10 10 difference. Uh-huh. That's cool. So um, what's that experience been like for you? Would you find that, I don't know, your mindset's a little bit different than the other guys who don't maybe work as closely or, like, do you see things... Have you noticed that you're starting to see things that like, they aren't seeing? Like, kind of what's going on in that world? Yeah, like, your no. Nah, you're, you're hitting
1: the right... The right <laughs> there uh, like, I'd say since doing more work with Giles and sort of the behind-the-scenes sort of stuff, I have seen maybe in certain circumstances, uh, like an event we're going to or just how the other boys think, sometimes is, unfortunately, can be a bit more selfish on their behalf. Do you know what I mean? Because I think how Giles started the company was very, he treated us too well. Do you know what I mean? Yes. You, you, you <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You say set with, the bar too high. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. set yeah. the bar too high. So like now the business is getting big and uh, there's all these things we've got to try and manage. Uh, the boys are still thinking in the way that we started it and they I think they want more when really they need to think Motus is theirs. You know what I mean? Like right. now, one. Now one I think, people. yeah, so now I think Motus is mine too. As well as is your company, but like I feel like it's mine. So I, to come out here to Woodward, I have like the the duty, the duty to like (laughs) the duty Duty. to like to make a video and to film loads and to get clips and to get the boys out and training. Like we've had a couple sessions where, not sessions, but we would just be chilling in the barn and we're not really doing anything, and I'd be sitting there like, why are we not training? I'm sure we're all together and we love Parkle so much. We're in this place like we're just chilling between doing things like we can actually just go out and have fun like we can go and train yeah but I think uh, with you you... it's so hard because I love the guys so much like they are they are my best friends so I don't want to be I don't want to turn into the friend that's just like come on we need to be doing this yeah, why are you yeah, not yeah. doing enough of this but they also are like they're doing their own bits for sure yeah, and they and we're all in that transition stage where i'm i'm 19 and i'm trying to get money like I, i've got a car to pay for uh, all the boys do as well like that we're all trying to find money here and there as well as trying to keep motors going um so i think everyone's just thinking a bit differently at the moment um but yeah, at the moment I'm pro. I'm stuck with Motus. Like I'm, st- my head's stuck on that, because uh, we have, ov- obviously, me, Max, and Luca in Broome as well. Right. You know that, yeah. Um, so it's just hard to put all your focus into one thing. Uh right. Yeah, but no. I mean,
0: sure. yeah, you definitely like you come across as a bit more mature um yeah at least, like, i can
1: turn it on and off <laughs> right that's, that's, that's the funniest yeah, I think, thing yeah. i was gonna <laughs> say that because like,
0: you know if you watch any of the
1: videos it seems like, uh, like it's a bit if you of a listen goofball. to the if you listen to the max the max podcast when he was the guest uh, it's uh, max, uh, it's uh, a very is, different podcast. Max influences me in the worst and best of ways like i don't know I, i'm quite i'm quite happy that i can i, can I be, think it's really it's stupid best. but also i just know right. who, when i'm around certain people like no you have access this. to this, yeah, like yeah. this part of yourself as well, yeah, which yeah. is very... Like, at the end of the event. day, you're 19. It's like the worst thing for a 19 year old is if somebody was like get in an office and wear a suit and like you're not having fun anymore like childhood's over yeah Yeah,
0: that's the worst thing for any of us to be honest like i like i like i watch people i know adults i've been blessed to meet interesting amazing people and i make meet people that make great money Mm. freaking miserable like and it's not just a cliche i'm not just saying it because i heard it like i genuinely know these people Mm. like making they're pulling 300k a year and they absolutely hate their lives but they've already purchased so many things and built so much around this foundation piece of a job that yeah. they have that they're afraid to move and shake anything because they walk away from that everything else crumbles yeah and they're so attached so dumb, yeah. to the things that they have that they feel are supposed to make them happy and that's a whole nother thing like i could get into but i'm gonna leave that one alone because <laughs> it
1: is mad like, i open I mean, that yeah like i'm i'm loving life and i'm not got much money at all. I, my Xbox is listed on eBay right now oh my because gosh. I because like I I need money for like food and whatnot. Food oh, dangerous. Dangerous. Money i on. mean
0: honestly like money i'm happy like i'm gonna say the word money one more time because our <laughs> money. community needs to keep hearing that word money like money money money, yeah. money, <laughs> make, money make money have money money's not evil it's cool like yeah no, no it's
1: good just just use it in the right way right like right. Yeah, money yeah. doesn't
0: make you and turn you into a douchebag it doesn't make you yeah. evil it just amplifies the person you already were yeah. so if you get a lot of money and you start acting like a douche you were a douchebag before you got the money. Yeah. Like, that's just <laughs> what it is. Like, you can change, but that's who you were to begin with. Yeah. So, um, you know, I do think that the community needs to change its relationship with money. We need to support brands um, to see our community grow to get to the point we need to demand more of our brands we need to pay for events and stop trying to sneak in for free yep. you know that's things that I went into in earlier episodes I want to ask you guys something very specific this might go to you Giles and I know you've been here for a while so thank you for having patience with this <laughs> podcast and this conversation it's been a fun one oh man um, I'm interested to know basically in an ideal world or ideal situation like what is the plan for Modus how far ahead do you guys think about this like what is i don't want to say the end goal because i'm sure it will change but you know yeah. what, what is the end goal as of today you know like obviously in the future it can change your desires and goals can change but as of like right now what's what's the end goal
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. uh, um, he caught me <laughs> i mean personal and like personal goals but what i would want to do off the back of the company i like is essentially i want help <coughs> oh that about to say the word health and then i choked health and happiness and financial stability like personally i'm not looking for crazy net worth anything like great if that comes i like i i just i just want to kind of I'm in this weird position where I'm like, I'm almost 30, and there's a lot of daunting shit in the future, and you, and I just kind of I now really realize like what I at the bet like want as a base, like a base sort of level is just like I want family, I want health, and I want just enough money that I can just not have to worry, and that isn't a huge amount of money. Like it's mm-hmm. just, yeah, with regards to the brand. I want it to be the most world-dominating, financially crushing thing in the world that makes yes. so no, no. no, no you keep going with that. That's no, what I, want I to mean, hear. in some ways, I would love the brand to grow, and I, I, I have no reason why I wouldn't aspire to have the brand to grow to the size of one of these huge skate brands that does make millions and millions and millions. Like I don't, as long as the sport of parkour grows, there is no reason as to why the brand couldn't i wanted to keep it at the forefront of the community i want to do as much good shit in the community like people are always like oh you're so cool you do so many community oriented things and i'm like fuck i don't do anything i just say i want to do this like give me a hundred grand and i'll change the fucking game like give me the opportunity to well essentially i need to get this brand to the stage where i can do the shit that i actually want to do right gyms is a big one. one hundred percent want to build gyms like obviously there's sort of shoes and stuff like this but for me like gyms is where you can create that that core community and you can have a kid off the street or anyone or like it it's that hub right you you travel across the us or europe and you see these places and it's this community and you give these opportunities for someone to literally change their life like jared nahulu where would he be without an apex gym like Mm. where would that kid be there's there's people like that and it's like cool well if i can sit down aged whatever and be like look at what i have been the catalyst in like i haven't necessarily taken this kid and given him every opportunity but i opened the door so that's like the big one um and then yeah i mean it's it's just it's just growth and progression like it's i've said it before like parkour is obviously so everything's about progression and as you said if you're not growing you're you're dying like more product ranges, more clothing, getting the clothing into other people's hands, making parkour as cool as possible. Like, I don't yeah. care really about much in this world apart from parkour, which is really weird because I could be some crazy environmentalist or I could be <laughs> into politics or whatever and I have opinions of certain things, but like at the end of the day, it just comes down to parkour. It's parkour and my family. Nice. That's it. Like, mm. so I'm like, fuck, I may as well, and I've been in it for 15, 16 years now, so I may as well just take this thing to the the level that I can. Um, and then and yeah and, and with the growth of the company what I want to do is is then have roles like I fucking wish I was in the position right now where with Keelan I could be like Keelan full time job or at least part time job right. salary boom yeah. done like and cool you've helped you've, you've come on board first part time employee on your salary and now the company's growing do you want to move up or should we bring someone else in like I want to be growing and we're now at this weird stage where like within a year that could happen or it could go the other way it's kind of not necessarily the other way but like I feel like the brand is now at the stage it
0: needs to step into like the next level
1: yeah with this new factory we're doing bigger numbers we're going to be reaching out to kind of retail opportunities and things which obviously they're essentially we're going to be seeing more avenues of larger sums of money which can change this stuff but we're not quite there yet and Mm. it's just savagely hard to get over that hump Um, and yeah that's 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 the kind of the next step and then we can grow from there I mean the thing is all of what you just said is kind of on your sort of now so that's what that's the hard thing yeah yeah. retail it's like none of us boys have anything to do with that so that's where it's that's where it's hard yeah there's a lot of uncharted territory to like dive into and kind Uh of feel out so. But
0: you know that's like fire, and I like I wouldn't say necessarily that you guys don't have anything to do with it because like it's uncharted for Giles as well, so it's like yeah, you're yeah. all kind of stepping into the unknown. So it's like you know like I made the mistake of before getting to this position of director thinking like I needed something more to before I could start reaching out to people like. I could have easily had messaged you you might not have answered but I still could have reached out put the same sort of email out into the world and you might have read it and we could have had the same com- level of communication and yeah. response but I waited for like this position of director think it was going to make a difference and mm. then I
1: but I think sometimes you have to don't you like
0: sometimes right you need that like kind of prior step like that pre-rec
1: and it's weird move. because technically you as a person are not probably any different to when you were sort of two three years ago right. or whatever but well, no,
0: definitely different. But, like, I know what you mean. It, I yeah, know. Like, it's, it's like... The director position didn't change it's me. It's that
1: really weird thing where, like, there's a kid... There could be a kid here who's, like, basic at parkour. And, and we're like, oh, you're right, mate, whatever. And yeah. in four years' time, he might be a god. And then right. suddenly he gets our attention. And it's like, well, why why does he get more attention now? Mm. But I think it's just... You can only give out so much attention, like, as a human. Like, right. And oh, yeah. it's that kind of... You do have to earn it as weird as... Right, so you it have does to do I know exactly. Yeah, no, you do yeah. you do
0: have to earn the uh, kind of people's ear. Yeah. You know? Yeah,
1: and yeah. I get
0: that grabbing their focus and grabbing their attention. In the and same
1: way that a tiny brand that started yesterday, if they tried to reach out to a, a retail store, they're then gonna they're gonna get ignored. Not, right. Whereas it's like now we're getting to the level where like we've got the numbers and we've got the sort of followers and, and things that we can it's it's leverage. Like right. I think there's a lot of leverage in life in different avenues.
0: And like I'm super happy to hear you say that you are interested in kind of getting to a place where you are almost like brick and mortar with gyms and like physical location yeah because i think that's huge like i never used to understand like why do these companies make these massive skyscrapers but it's literally like a physical embodiment of the impact Mm. they're trying to Mm -hmm. make why do they have such a huge building for themselves it's for these people to gather for them to be able to employ so many people now it's real like before you guys were following like your following is following They're falling in love with you for an idea, a belief. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. And now, like, you give them something physical to show them, like, yeah, we manifested this. It's a reality now. It's, like, it's not just in your head and in your heart. It's also in front of your face. Yeah. It's in your world. So that's sick, man. And, you know, like, Keelan, I'm curious to hear as well, like, what is it that you kind of see coming from Motives for the Future? Like, because you are just as much a part of it. You know, right now you're you're working side by side with the man you... It's obviously in your heart. It's on your shirt right now. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah, like you care about this. So mm. I'm curious as to like how you, what it is you, are wanting to see out of this brand and where it, you want to see it go. It
1: definitely is exactly what Giles was saying. Just because I'm with him a lot of the time, it's kind of the same thing that I want to happen. But uh, I want it to make an impact on, like you were saying with Woodward making it kind of bigger, more parkour parks and things, and I want Motors to have more involvement with that, like having clothes selling at Woodward you know it was big for me for me to hear that people have bought Breach like yes. skaters have bought Breach it'd be like oh, if, yeah 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 if, a sk- you're, if you're one really... single skater had bought like yeah, a motorcycle, item I'd be like fuck that's so cool yeah because they're buying it because they like the look of it and it means we've done a good job on our end to like sort of showcase it to everyone not right. just like free runners you know yeah but uh that's I I do want it to be uh, a brand that can support athletes to just be athletes obviously it's uh, it's that's so hard to do now. Really, really hard to do now. But like, for someone to just be paid to go out and basically wear the clothes and just train really, really hard. Not wear the clothes and just like train and already upload. But but actually have an incentive to go out right, and do yeah. do shit. Um, yeah, I didn't really touch on that, but that's definitely just yeah. the same thing. It's just and I, and I want and I want to be able to create because I I just really like making videos and I want that to be a thing I can do more often because i have to find another way to make money as well um it's hard for me to focus full-time into that that's the thing that kind of freaks me out is that like i don't want it to take too long and then Keelan gets trapped in a dead-end job I yeah that, yeah i couldn't yeah. do that because i've seen people get trapped in dead-end jobs yeah. like over the years people just fade away and suddenly they're mm. just working full-time and then a kid comes along and then and then that life is just yeah it's sort of that that aspect of their life is very very hard to get out of Um, not that you should be getting out of having kids I mean (laughs) yeah Uh, and yeah and that's that's the real sort of the worry is I just want to make it sustainable and Mm. and grow from there but either way because I'm having a lot of fun it's like it's kind of hard to put me in a dead end job like like you said when you you were saying like oh i kind of want to get a job alongside while i'm doing motors just to get like a bit more money yeah but then if an event came around the corner yeah 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 yeah. yeah, you were saying i literally said i was like i was like well i could like i could get a job in a pub in my town just a couple of hours like a week or whatever just to literally have a bit of spending money but then yeah but (laughs) If they if they were like oh you need to work next Tuesday and I'd be like no it's for the love of movement then they'd be like no no it's it's your shift you, you. I just I'd walk out the door I'd be like no sorry I'm going to for the love of movement <laughs> like yeah I, but uh, all comes first yeah yeah and it always it will is. now like that's the really yeah. tough thing
0: you know and that's big like that's actually like a big part of you guys coming out here this summer like why I push so hard because for those of you that don't know Woodward is now trying to step away from inviting out so many international athletes yeah. just because it, it's so costly. You know? yeah. <laughs> really like buying the flights and all this. It's like it's a lot. So And there's so much of an American scene booming now yeah. that they want us to start reaching out to there. But I like I was so adamant about modus coming and a big part is like what you guys are doing. It's not just the athleticism. It's not just the movement. It's the mission and the, like intention mm. behind it all. The fact that you want to grow a platform for the athletes because that's where I find myself currently. One day, like, I woke up, I've coached for the last seven years, and I was like, crap, am I really leading all these kids? Like, they're all following me. They're following what I'm saying. They're following what I'm doing. Currently, like, like you guys, I'm, like, at a point in my life where, like, i just turned 26 like a couple weeks ago my insurance in the u.s just disappeared so health insurance bye bye like this
1: this country terrified yeah that's a scary thought you know
0: like i'm at the place where like i can't afford to buy a home you know like i like there's certain things that like i can't afford the life i want to live yeah and i'm watching the kids follow up behind me i'm like oh crap if you keep doing what i'm doing you're gonna end up right there so like I, I need to show you guys a better way. I can't just lead you into the desert, tell you to follow me out there yeah, and yeah. not know where the <laughs> oasis is. So I either need to know where it's at or build it myself. Yeah. yeah. And that's where like I see what you guys are doing. That's I feel like that's big and I, I want to support that and I want that story to be told mm-hmm. and shared so people understand that it's being done for them and hopefully they recognize like if they help you, they're helping themselves. You know, like they're literally growing what it is they want from the community yeah and to me that's that's big you know like that is that's a mission right that's a part of another side mission yeah you know, like the, all the side missions come back to the big mission yeah. but um i'm gonna have one more question and we're gonna like you know you guys have been patient in here for you guys that don't know <laughs> this it's is chill hot we've, in here it's we,
1: this isn't only an hour and a half we oh man i mean yeah. i could go forever honest, just, not even that hot yeah his what would attic as well It's not even my, my oh, office my, Yeah, yeah. The oh, office that's in the very top of it my house can be very hot so we can't and we can't open the windows because the car, the roads right next to it yeah so it'd just be so noisy so this is actually okay yeah. oh,
0: <laughs> well i'm happy about that yeah. i, could, this is I could literally go forever like, yeah. and, like, questions like when i start getting into conversation the questions start flowing however and,
1: however there is a swimming pool just, oh yeah I, I'm, I'm
0: looking at it man <laughs> so like, the benefit
1: of being vip at woodward is you get access to like the lodge, which is this massive building full of nutri grain bars, of of Nutri-grain bars. <laughs> good, good, <laughs> gra- good <laughs> breakfast, massive swimming pool, not massive, good, good size, it is a good size. hot tub, it's glorious, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, man. But, All right, um, what's your, what's you know, your like, question?
0: Um, the building the platform, that's great. Um, the last question I have for you, boys, really, and you kind of tapped in on this when I asked about the future of Modus, but I also am curious. I mean, you did start at answering this question on your own, Charles. The question is, what mountain would you say you are currently climbing, like, personally? And Josh, you really did start to answer this, but, like, we're always sort of climbing a Mount Everest of our own at any given point in time. Like, what's the struggle that you yourself are working on that maybe these guys don't see, or maybe you are open about it and you share
1: it with them? He's a very open person. So my, my <laughs> current read... I say read is the untethered soul and Ooh. it is the oh, I can't fucking get on it what's it called you hear that people we read every day like, <laughs> Why, it's, I, an, it's an audio book I only got it out audio here audio books
0: are just as good yeah. as reading
1: nowadays I can't I can't find out what the tagline is it's the journey something um, my I think it's it's fairly evident from what I sometimes put on Instagram my biggest mountain whether it be a side quest mountain or it's it's almost like I'm climbing a mountain which is life which is motus and everything but what I'm climbing underneath is very like it's not like I'm climbing a nice steep s- solid path. It's like there's crumbling bits and bits that fall away, and also there's like a savage fear of heights or something along that. Oh god! So so <laughs> my my it's it's mental health anxiety and depression are the things that are just fucking me up, and I spend serious amounts of time just being like, oh cool, I can't get past this, and if I can't get past this, and the brand can't grow, and and stuff like that, and it gets heightened when I'm on trips which makes stuff like this harder um and also just it's i mean it, it, there's obviously just a lot of underlying stress because of the business and life and blah, blah 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 and it's yeah that's that's my mountain for sure like that's that's kind of you make it pretty evident as well with with us like, yeah i'm fairly like open it, it's, like it and it's so much better that you're that i could be i could, be, I could be like, like for right. what reason like what's going on the balance is like you don't want to be too I, I don't want to be too open because also like I don't mm-hmm. want to vocalize every single worry that goes through my head because I can be out here and I can like eat something that I've previously eaten a hundred times and be like what if I and it, in my head is what if you're allergic to that <laughs> you're in the you're in America they don't have healthcare here like you're in Pennsylvania you're miles away from everywhere like da, 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 and I sit there and I'm like Jesus Christ what if I was allergic to that fucking nutri bar and I'm like I've eaten nutri bars all my life like <laughs> and it's, it's that kind of thing um so I'm not going to vocalize that because like, I'm not just going to... That's, that, that's not healthy because I think vocalizing... What I'm learning is that you, you have this subconscious, yeah, but the subconscious is not you. And this is crazy because yeah, yeah, I, rea- I didn't know this until recently. Oh,
0: we're having a conversation tonight, man. You <laughs> just got me hyped
1: up. Your subconscious going, is not going. you. You are you, but your subconscious is this fucking voice in your head. And the problem is, is I will latch on to what my subconscious projects, but your subconscious will flip-flop doing whatever the fuck it wants. It, my subconscious might tell me like, mm. you're allergic to this. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. And then I don't die, and it goes, yeah, I told you you were not gonna fucking die. Like,
0: oh, that's messed up. a yeah. liar.
1: It wouldn't. No, <laughs> but it, that, I mean, that sounds like um. No, not much. That sounds like uh, schizophrenia, but it's <laughs> it essentially <laughs> no, the voice, the voice in your head will always, it'll always just go in a a direction, but it'll always explore both sides of the, the story. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you latch onto one of them, then it accentuates that. And what I'm learning is that you have to basically ignore that or know when to ignore that but it's fucking hard impulse control yeah Yeah. it's fucking hard because Mm. it's scary and that's where a lot of anxiety comes from depression i think is a slightly different thing because that i don't get that nearly as bad as a lot of people but i get these waves of like utter misery which just stop you dead in your tracks and you're just like i just feel sad you're like there is no other like i just just heavy i Mm. just feel sad yeah and you're like where the fuck does this come from um but yeah, so so I try not to like vocalize it like crazy, but it definitely is there a lot. So mm. it's yeah, it's it's a, that's that's my mountain or something. No man, crazy. I
0: appreciate you sharing that man. That's like that's big. Those are conversations that need to be had, especially With f- coming from men.
1: This is the yeah, you know, it's like- fucking crazy. I put it on Instagram the other week because I was just feeling pretty shit, and I've I would just always try. It. And we did a we did a whole episode about it, and we've had so many good responses like it's so insane that people don't talk about it because there right. are people killing themselves left, right, and center. Right. Um, and it's it's so fucking easy to talk. Like, it's so easy to... What? Okay. I, it's not necessarily easy to to get it out, but to, to actually the process of talking is right. very easy. Like, yeah. It's like
0: it's an action that can be taken immediately to help relieve the Exactly.
1: Pressure. Like, you could literally... So, on the fucking plane ride here, right? And I do not like flying. I've progressively <laughs> started to like flying less and less. And I was just feeling shit. Like I don't I just was not feeling in a good way. I literally went to the back of the plane and just chatted to the air stewardess. And I was like, I'm really not enjoying this. And we just had like a talk for like fifteen minutes. And I didn't feel great. I felt quite embarrassed that me almost thought he was talking to an SUS about just being trapped on a plane. But well, she, why are you talking to her about? I basically I just went up and she like I was like waiting for the toilet, but I was probably looking a bit stressed. She was like, You're right and I was like, Yeah, I'm just a bit freaked out. Like I just I don't enjoy him flying that much. And she was like, Oh, why? And then we just started talking about like life and family and and loads of stuff and mad yeah I but it was like talking to her, it was, was so just easy just front. to and i've never done that in my life but i've considered it but at the end of the day all i did was i open my mouth and i just went like i'm not enjoying this and then right. it instantly took that took that wall down and so many people don't do that well, oh,
0: dude because you mm-hmm. just tapped on something and like it's just a matter of acknowledging the feelings that are there yeah whether they're rational irrational. Feelings are feelings, and once they're there, they're there. It doesn't matter why they're there. Like, if Keelan Mm. tells me he's sad because he lost in a video game,
2: I can't say, like, (laughs) oh, that's a stupid
0: reason to be sad. Like, nah, man, like, you are sad. Mm. That's a... Valid, yeah,
1: yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, that's
0: actually going on. It doesn't matter why you're sad, you are, you sad. are sad, so it's like acknowledging sad, yeah. that and then being able to express that because when we can't express what we're actually feeling, that's where all these problems start to occur because now we're this internal war, we're fighting ourselves. Yeah, that's just never a good thing. Like the system's broken or breaking from the inside and crumbling. So, I mean, like, that, dude, we could literally talk about that,
1: like, wow, it was like, that so I'm going to, like, so not cool. even, like,
0: start diving into that. But, yeah. like, I do appreciate you sharing that
1: and having uh, that There's this other thing that I've, I mean, I've, I've said about on Instagram, I think, and I've spoke to a few people about, there's there's uh, a whole vein of something I want to do within motors that's entirely directed towards, like, mental health awareness that I've, feel pretty close to like pulling the trigger on and it's a whole extra it's another side quest <laughs> but i'm just kind of like i'm fed up with the way i keep feeling which is more i need to take actions to treat myself but also every time i get low or i get really bad i'm just like fuck i know there's so many other people like this and i feel like i could be doing more in the outside world to at least would just be doing more like that's and that's the thing and i'm like well i've already got this platform and i've got this brand and i'm like well why the fuck not um so that's that's there's potential there that you might see something sort of in the i don't know coming months yeah that is right because like, no one's like no one's doing it and that's not like i'm like oh there's a niche like yeah. i don't want to capitalize on anything um
0: well you see it as pl- like it's people you could help it's value that well, you I, can th- give th- and
1: like it's- the highest suicide age in probably the u.s as well but in the uk is like i can't remember the exact numbers but it's basically exactly the same as parkour's demographic it's young men who are like 15 to 30 or something Mm -hmm. which if you go on like i don't know your instagram and you're like oh who's what's my demographic it's the same fucking thing like our target market as a sport is the same people who are beating themselves up not feeling like they can talk about their mental issues and inevitably killing themselves Mm. so it's like well why the fuck are we not at least trying to encourage conversation or more
0: man i mean you just sparked something from me now i gotta share it which is (laughs) you know like unfortunately or not unfortunately but what it seems like this situation is and this is once again this is just my opinion there is no like scientifical backing this is just what i feel i observe that we're living with an old school mindset of what it means to be a man and this old school mindset came from a time of i don't want to say war but it came from a time where men needed to be harder because yeah, you know what? We were sending them to war. We had yeah, World yeah, yeah. War II. We had Vietnam. We, had, like, we were just mm-hmm. sending our men out there. So our men, they didn't need to be thinking and feeling. We needed, unfortunately, we needed killing machines. Yeah. We needed mm-hmm. men that could follow orders. So let's shut the emotions down. It's very logical. Black and white, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. This is why you need to do it. So that is when those men came back from war and they had little sons at home to raise and those little sons were looking up to dad on how to be a man this is what dad is teaching them because this is what dad was taught I, I, so or now, even granddad
1: like it's when right. it's so close that like it used to be just man up grow some balls right. like fucking deal put with it put some dirt on it yeah. Yeah. you're not, not going to be alive for much longer kind of thing right. and three
0: emotions you could feel like you're yeah. either about allowed to be like super happy ecstatic you can be super angry or you can be neutral yeah. there are no other emotions in between you can't be sad you can't be caught crying you can't tell someone like there's like so many emotions that weren't allowed to be acknowledged. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. a little boy is still feeling those emotions. Whether you acknowledge or not, you're still feeling it.
1: Now, I read a statistic the other day that I think kids, boys and girls, they cry an equal amount right. up until the age of five. And then it's around that time that studies have proven that that's when kind of the mentality of like boys don't cry, that kind of thing starts to come into play, and then mm-hmm. the the rate of how much boys will cry in a situation just fucking rapidly drops. But it doesn't necessarily; the kid isn't still upset, but they're just they just lock it all in. Right, they're surprising. being yeah. taught
0: how to respond to the emotion because an emotional response, yeah. It's yeah, how you're responding.
1: And it's, to the it's emotion. weird because I think I a few years ago maybe even would have listened to this conversation and been like, "Oh, I don't want to live in a society where everyone's crying the eyes aren't being pathetic." But it's not that; it's just the fact that when life gives you a fucking shitter. Like it's in the cer- in in the right scenario, you should feel like you can just open your mouth and explain what's going on. Right. Because a crying response at the end of the day is is that's a buildup of like negativity. Right. Build up pressure. Right? I've I've cried a couple of times in the last couple of years under immense stress and and sort of whatever. Like and uh, but but, but yeah. But if I wasn't allowed to talk and if I didn't talk, it probably might be way more than that.
0: Right. I mean. Um, you guys saw that with the meeting. Something I said to the guys the other day, like I could, like like I said to you guys earlier today, speak energy before I speak. Yeah, English. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like with them, like I started to feel from my staff tension was building. And I said to them, I was like, guys, like we need to. you know, like, well, why are we having another meeting today? Like we've been in meetings all day. I was like, yeah, that was with them. This is us now. Yeah. And I feel like tensions building here, and I'm trying to cap it off at right now. It's at about a three or a four. I'm not trying to wait for it to get to a 10 and we're all at each other's throat and because we're saying things that we regret and yeah. things like that. Like, while the tension's here, the is already high enough. Like, we need to start releasing some of the pressure and getting back down to a one or a two because when mm-hmm. things are good, things are good. But if we just keep letting it bottle up and build up, eventually it's enough to break it like you could keep driving the car and getting the RPMs up but eventually you get to the red line and you stay there the yeah. engine blows yeah. and that engine could have ran for a very long time but you just kept it in the red line for way too long yeah
1: yeah yeah you, know,
0: you could bounce off of the red line but come back down yeah you know so it's like that like I mean I would love in the future to dive into mental health and like have a whole Conversation about that because that's something I'm super passionate about. I didn't really believe in like depression and anxiety up until a certain point where I finally experienced, uh, like I had just a crazy long experience. I'll tell you guys about this one off the mic because (laughs) this one is one I don't know if it's appropriate to be put out publicly yet, yeah. Um, but I'll tell you guys about that a little later.
1: I was the same, I didn't believe. It, I didn't really know about anxiety until kind of I started I, getting it, I guess. Right, many people do. Depression, I, I just I didn't get it. Like I didn't understand yeah. how you could just be sad. I I was I had a mate at school. One of my best mates got severe, like way way worse depression than I have ever experienced. I'm sure of it because I mean it crippled his life. I just get these bouts where maybe I'll be down for like a week and I just and sometimes I get really really dark and I think about really bad things, but it's never like the final. I, ne- I, I never feel like I'm staying there. I just kind of have these things where I right, like, like that, like a, a yeah, yeah, like a dip. Um, but I, I, I didn't get it. I was just I remember this mate, and I was just like, why, like why, why can't you just be happy? Like why can't you just not mm. be sad? Like why are you sad? Like why are you sad over this particular thing or whatever? And then one day I just suddenly like was in that hole. I felt it. Yeah. 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 And I was just like, oh shit, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: it's like there's no reason to be sad, but I'm sad. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everything yeah. is fine. But on the inside, I just, just everything yeah, everything is just heavy and just hard, and like life is just literally a drag. And
1: your mentality to do anything, yeah, right? Like
0: there's like I'm doing it, but I just, I just kind of just want everything to stop. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I just don't want to be right now. Exactly, and, and, and like that's like a thing. Yeah. Um. So you know that was all part of the question of what mountain we're climbing. Yeah, um, so, you know, we're climbing. yeah. 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 Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Like so what so what mountain I, yeah, are you climbing, yeah, climbing? So Keelan? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I know, man. That's mad. It's a little trip right here.
1: I definitely think, oh, quite obviously with me, a big mountain is trying to fix my ankles. Yeah. Because uh, that's been, like that, recently the past few years, that's I've been experiencing a fair amount of mental issues, but it's all to do with just like not being able to train, I think. I just haven't been able to like exercise the way I want to. And like exercising obviously is the way to kind of like relieve yourself from like feeling stressed and whatever but if i can't do that the way i want to it's just not it's just not happening um and for the i mean everyone kind of knows but i've like fully i have a full thickness tear on my i think it's called the af atfl i think um which means it's not coming back like that's fully gone and i need to strengthen my ankles but i keep like I'll either start training a bit too hard and then bring myself back down and getting stuck in like these stages where I just can't train at all. Or it, it's, I mean, my Instagram, this, this is quite not the best way to think, but I was getting a lot of parkour jobs. Um, and that's how I was living. And then as soon as I like got this big injury, uh, I couldn't really post the same things I used to be able to post. Um, I didn't really get as many jobs anymore. And that's when I started like kind of panicking and I was like, Oh shit, like I'm gonna have to get a real job. I can't, I can't like, I don't know if I can make it as an athlete which is why bringing it back why I kind of put in more effort to motors because I needed something. and also why if you're outside of this circumstance you should have that secondary and so th- exactly hustle. Like, exactly and I I mean I've always been passionate about making videos and things but just taking that to a different level would be is what I want but uh I know as well as that like family issues uh, I my brother my brother's got like uh, do you know SPD is it's like sensory processing disorder oh no uh, and like it, it basically means he's like su- super sensitive to basically everything like emotions getting hurt like uh, he's slightly on like the autistic spectrum and things but he like seems super normal and he's like one of my best friends but uh, which means it's hard for him to make friends as well uh, and when I'm away travelling and doing things and doing a lot of work and grinding by myself I can't spend time with him so always in the back of my mind I'm like shit like he has no one to hang around with like i want to be kicking it with him i, I want to basically just make sure because he's my younger brother as well that he's living a good life so i've got all these kind of like worries but like it's just growing to this big mountain that i'm trying to like trying to figure out what to do about this and what to do about this at the same time and it's it's hard but it's kind of working out more and more uh when i open my mouth like you were saying yeah, yeah like yeah, i yeah, vocalized yeah. to my brother and i'm like look i'm like, well the thing is I'm in the USA right now we had a, like a scheduled kind of like family holiday right. and he was really looking forward to it and uh, and I had to break to him and be like look I've been invited to America like you're going to be there by yourself like obviously with my parents um, and like I held that for too long like I didn't tell him but if I just open my mouth sooner and actually tell him and like tell him how I feel and I've got to be doing this because I love parkour and I want to be chilling with you it makes things so much easier yeah it's always it's, if you just tell something straight away yeah right like you if, if cuz it's always going to have to come out at some point a- any everything yeah, you do dude,
2: it's
0: going to have to come out that's why i believe like speaking the truth yeah. all the time like yeah we can lie but like if if the got, truth
1: is eventually going to come out why not for just like, sure. get yeah, it all yeah for sure. And
0: like move on to the next stage yeah and, and if you've got
1: sooner. same is with you if you've got like a problem with someone in like in motors if we have a problem with someone and someone's doing something wrong if we just leave that it It escalates obviously. Right. Um, so that it can hurt feelings opening your mouth, but it's better off doing that as soon as possible and then you can work out how to fix it. Right. Yeah. It's a long run. Yeah. Mm. But you know, we're all still figuring life out, so (laughs) till the day we die. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, that's a fire fire mountain to be climbing, man. I appreciate hearing that, you know, definitely have your priorities straight, Mm. you know, taking care of yourself, your health, your future finances and Mm. your family that is rad and like i appreciate hearing you say like hey like let's just get things out into open mm. you know because eventually it will come out and for sure. you know obviously it's not just blurt out and be brutally honest yeah you know, yeah. have a little bit of tact with for it sure for sure and just like know how to say things and maybe the timing could wait five minutes or so like yeah but um yeah in the long run like if it's meant to be said it should be said right mm-hmm, away yeah and it's the same
1: with a lot of things like even i don't know recently i've had to do a fair few like phone calls like business phone calls with people that i don't necessarily know and you phone them up and things and it's like you shit yourself on the phone like you're like oh some people are just fine with it other people don't pick up the phone at all i'm kind of in the middle where i'm totally happy speaking to people on the phone but if it's maybe me initially sort of starting the process or pitching something or i don't know like it's you build it up in your head so much and then you actually get on the phone and then it's just the most chill thing in the world. Yes. Mm. And it's, yeah, it's very similar.
0: I mean, that's big, you know, and like, that's why like, like a little side note, like I take cold showers at night and like, it's not for, I mean, there are like things I've read about, like the health benefits and things like that. But I use it I more so shows. as a like time to train my mind um, to this idea of like, in the beginning, it was hard because, like, the transition of getting into the cold and having the cold water hit your body, that was, like, the worst part of it all. And yeah. then actually being in the cold was not an issue. So now, like, I practice, like, even, like, entering into cold pools and cold bodies of water. I just... Like, I know the transition is the scarier, harsher thing. So if but I get over with that yeah. better, then so like, that is I like know exactly mentally, like that's the idea of breaking the jump and yeah. that's the mentality that you build and that carries over into those phone calls and into those hard conversations. And mm. that's asking the girl out. And the, it's like, it's all of those things. And you realize like, oh shoot, like it doesn't just have to be, My parkour doesn't just have to be breaking the jump, kind of like how we were talking about progression. And, you know, it always comes full circle, which I love, which is super rad. And Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't necessarily, they don't see that circle. They don't see the cycle and they don't recognize their place or point in it. And that helps, it makes them feel lost. I find and you know, like when we kinda have conversations like this, people could kinda start to get a little bit more perspective. Hopefully the the consciousness, the brain, the awareness starts to bubble bigger and it can see more, it kinda gets a bit of a bird's eye view yeah. on its own situation and recognize its its place in all of it and that kinda helps give a little sense of ease and allows people to function a little bit more efficiently, get to where they're trying to go and you know be a little bit more intentional about what they're building and hopefully with that power and feeling of control they build bigger and better like Mm. that's kind of like something i hope to see from everybody just because like you know when you do bigger and better and people do what they're passionate about it's more cool shit to do in the world yeah like like woodward is the epitome of that you guys (laughs) like you guys are literally the epitome of it as well you know like i get to hang out with you guys because you know you all took the leap of faith and Kind of have been doing bigger and better, and just kept on growing, and now we're hanging out here at like the coolest place in the world. Yeah, just, yeah, like, yeah. taking it, in is having so a fun cool. conversation. You know, yeah.
1: honestly, was so hyped before I came here. Yeah, dude, it's been I, two years. I watched because last year, obviously, everyone came and I didn't come because I was on a holiday, and uh oh, I've just this is was this year uh, I was dude. like, I actually can come back. I was so hyped that we got invited because yeah. I know like, we, yeah. we might, well, probably won't have the chance next year because of the international thing. And like, I know we're making sure you guys. Motorsports <laughs> always. As long well as I'm here, <laughs> well, I mean, we're, say, we're saying Mate. we're just if we if we, if, we we're, if we're not, we're just gonna try and get ourselves stateside anyway. But yeah, we'll yeah. If I, yeah. If I
0: can do anything about it, you guys will be. Yeah. here but it
1: is just, oh. and and I just want to help out here as much as possible anyway. Like, yeah. you know what I mean. It is anyone who has been here no one's going to say it's a shit place right no, no, yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
0: definitely like, this place is fueled by passion yeah
1: without a doubt and it's, it's just positivity unique everywhere. unique
0: like, yeah just like we live in a snow globe here at Woodward and mm-hmm. it just attracts we're all the same people just wearing different bodysuits. yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. insane like that's why the BMXers could get along with us so we're yeah. the skaters and the gymnasts are a little different but you know they're cool too <laughs> <laughs> I like them yeah, you know, yeah. Like, but we all are really the same people and we're here for good reasons Mm. so I mean like guys like seriously thank you for giving the time no worries the wisdom thank you as well yeah yeah this has been good very good yeah I appreciate this big time and you know like I hope anybody who's been listening um, you know I hope you guys gained a lot of value you know if you're listening on my platform I obviously don't charge anything all I ask is if you got any value at any point in time share this with somebody because Odds are, like, if you're friends with them, they're like you, they might be going through the same struggles, or they might get the same thing out of it, or something even more from this. So, share it with them. That's Mm -hmm. how you show appreciation for this. That's how you help this whole movement grow. That's how you can pay it back to us if you feel that strongly. Like, that's how you show the love. You share it and you give it like a genuine, honest share of like, yo, listen to this. Like, it's gonna help you, not just that quick repost, like, really. Let the world know why you're reposting it, and just put it out there for each mm-hmm. other. Um, for anyone interested, where can they find you two on social media? Uh,
1: at the Motors Projects, and then Giles Motors, just Keelan Ryan. Yeah, on, on Instagram. Fairly yeah. easy to find once you get onto one of them, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And we're yeah, we're we're, we're the same. We don't charge, but we are sponsored by New screen, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a good sponsor. I'd Love him. No, oh, it, that's fine. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, just a share, a like, a comment, and, whatever. And how can people find you? Yeah, For people yeah.
0: dialing in and R. <laughs> you guys can find me at uh, <laughs> witnessthis.pk. There, from there, like, same thing as you guys, you'll be able to bounce around and find, find all the guys else, on the team so, and yeah. see everything going on from <clears> there. Or just, yo, know, come to Camp Woodward and yeah, yeah, or come, yeah, to New York, come to New York and hit me up. <laughs> yeah. Like, you guys, I'm always down to host and have some interesting conversations like this.
1: Yeah. Sick. For sure, so thank you very much. Let's go in the pool. pool yeah, boy. See you Love guys you later.
0: later. Hey guys, so hopefully, you enjoyed that interview. Just so a reminder if you are getting any value from anything that we said, please make sure that you subscribe to the podcast for more episodes and that you share this podcast with a friend. Honestly, if you have a friend chances are there's something like you. So if you're able to get value from this, they're going to be able to get value from this. And like I said before, you guys sharing the podcast is really what helps us grow. It what's it lets us know that we're creating an impact and that what we're doing is worthwhile and we should continue doing it. But if we're not getting any feedback, any response, There's no way for us to know it's working. And honestly, we might assume our energy is best put in other endeavors that make a difference. So please, 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 if you are really vibing with this, let us know. Tag us on social media. Repost this. Send us a DM. We will respond. And yeah, stay tuned. Next week, we do an episode with Jordan Tyler Lee, George McGowan. And Johnston, that one is an interesting one. So stay tuned. I'll see you guys next Monday.